welcome to Realms of Epic Adventure. Unleash your inner hero and dive into the world of Pathfinder with the Pathfinder Beginner Box. Your introduction to help you play out an exciting fantasy story with your friends with minimal preparation or previous knowledge of tabletop role-playing games. All the rules you need to play characters are found in the Hero's Handbook. While all the rules you need to set the scene and present challenges are in the Game Master's Guide. There are many hours of fun to be had with these rules. So begin your own hero's quest and create amazing stories. Jump right in with Menace Under Atari, the included introductory adventure. And listen along as the crew from the adventurer's vault journey to the small town of Atari and the menace that awaits. And take your first steps into the world of Pathfinder. Adventures Vault, and today we are going to be doing something a little different. I am recording the Pathfinder Beginner Box, and this is the first time that I personally have been on the other side of the table. I am going to be the GM today. Woo! Yay! Go Nikki! Yay! <laughs> so I am a little nervous, but this is uh, something fun for us all. We have some people who are experienced and then some people who are novice, and then we have someone who is brand new to Pathfinder. Uh, so this is a little bit of a hodgepodge of everything that we have going on today. Woo woo. All right. <laughs> a soup, you might say. <laughs> a soup. Uh, so at this time, I am just going to reiterate, I'm Nick. I'm going to be your GM today, and let's start on the left side of the table. <laughs> Why don't we introduce ourselves and our characters? Um, I'm Ashley. I'm on the Adventures Vault, a Mountain Tail podcast. I play Minui on that. And on this one, I think we're all using the pregens. Mm -hmm. And I'm playing Mariseal. Um, Mariseal is a rogue. She's not met a problem that she couldn't handle without a knife or anything else. I mean, she's pretty tough. Tough gal. And she's pretty open. She's very expressive. Um, and she just really likes to take things in hindsight. She likes to live in the present. And I think that that's a really good way to live. So I'm going to play this character and hopefully I live up to the expectations. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm new to the podcast and new to Pathfinder. So I played a little bit. I played a lot of 3.5 edition in 5e for D&D, but never have been Pathfinder before. So I'm super excited. Uh, I'm playing Kira, who is a priestess of Serenrae, uh, the goddess of sun, who teaches her followers to heal the wounded and destroy evil. So I'm super excited to be here. Guys. Good, good to have you, Sam. Good to have you. Welcome. Thanks. Then we'll go to me. Uh, it's your boy Brad, who's uh, on uh, the original Adventures Vault, and then I'm actually going to be chairing uh, the upcoming Mountain Tale, which will release uh, not too far after these. Uh, 
And today I will be sharing the venerable wizard Ezrin to master the arcane, not to toot my own horn, but I will be bringing a wizard to life. I'm Ethan. I'm going to be playing Valoros, the human fighter. He has a farming background. He grew up on a farm, ran away to join a mercenary company, and then left them to fight on his own. He's a kind of a simple man who he likes fighting, he likes ale. Uh, he, he, though he is uh, smarter than he looks and hates when people uh, treat him like, like just a simple brute. In the podcast, you know, we haven't used the world of Galarian. Um, you know, a lot of us who are like old school Pathfinders have played a lot in the system, but the Adventurer's Vault were a homebrew. So this is right. actually your first real uh, exposure to Galarian. It is. So if I uh, mispronounce anything, I'm sure I'm going to be corrected real quick at the from people at the table or Loving, lovingly. Lovingly. You can drop it in the inbox. <laughs> I won't be loving about it. Tell us we suck on Discord. <laughs> I will correct you on absolutely nothing. So cheers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate everybody who is at this table and going on this adventure with me. Uh, so here we go. My very first time running a campaign. Be gentle. Damn it, Brian. <laughs> Totally like in the zone. <laughs> you had he was out of his anxiousness you threw off his for groove. ten seconds. You did. You've I thrown did. off the emperor's groove. <laughs> <laughs> he lives his life. The small seaside town of Atari is known for its fresh fish and skilled sailors. But above all, it's a big logging town, providing valuable wood to nearby metropolis of Absalom. But for you, Atari is home. You grew up playing on the docks, getting lost in the nearby woods, and hearing the fantastical stories of travelers from faraway lands, tales of terrifying dragons, and of virtuous knights. Such adventures always seemed so distant until today. Word has begun to spread around Atari that there's a problem down at the Otari fishery. Some are saying that some sort of beast is lurking in the basement feeding on the stores of salted fish. Folks are worried that whatever is eating the fish might get hungry enough to eat the fishers next. You've received a letter from Tamalee Tandervale, the owner of the fishery. Inside is a desperate plea for help. With the town guard busy protecting the loggers, she needs a few brave souls to venture down into the basement of her warehouse and put an end to the beast that is feasting on her fish. Do you have the courage to face the menace under Otari? No, I run away immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So here we go. Adventure one. We are going to line up our characters along the staircase. Now, uh, Valeros will be first, of course, because he is the fighter. And uh, the (laughs) frail old man wizard will be at the back of the line. Weird. Uh, the rogue can be up front if she wants. That's, yeah. Okay. Yes, bro. That's your call. Wherever you need me, I'll be there. I, I'm on the caboose. I bring up the rear. <laughs> the stairs leading into the basement of the Otari fishery creak with age as you make your way downstairs to find the beast that has been eating all the fish. In the center of the room, between stone pillars holding up the fishery head overhead, are barrels filled with salted fish. Two of the barrels have been smashed open, spilling their contents on the floor. 
In the east wall is a large hole opening into darkness. Just a few hours ago, you gathered with a few other adventurers in the office of Tamily Tanderville's office, where she offered you 10 gold pieces each if you could put an end to the menace. She was thrilled that when you agreed to help her with this simple task, but as you make your way downstairs, you can't help but wonder if this might be a little bit more of an adventure than you bargained for. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so as you guys make your way down the stairs, what are you guys doing? So Valoros being a fighter, uh, he'll draw his sword out and just sort of kind of amble about the room, kind of looking for, looking to make sure there's nothing hiding behind any of the barrels or lurking in any corners. Ezrin is pontificating to the cleric in front of him, and that's the, the misnomer that all magic is of the same variety. Actually, there's various schools and spheres of influence, and just blah, 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 annoying her. <laughs> I think Kyra is just trying very hard not to say anything to him, and just trying to focus forward and ignore just the annoying, constant droning on behind her and trying to focus on what's going on in front. Mauricio is going to go ahead and draw out her uh, rapier. Mm-hmm. That way she's just prepared in the event anything does happen. Um, and I think she's just going to be kind of looking around, surveying everything that's happening and um, keeping an eye out. Okay. Valeros hears Ezrin talking, chimes in. All your spells sound the same to me. Uh, well, no, absolutely not. I mean, I have a wide variety. I mean, there are those who are a larger spell book per se, but I haven't had a chance to add. I, I wouldn't call myself a master of the arcane per se, but I, I'm well on the way. I mean, blah, 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 blah. But, oh, are we here? I think we're getting close enough. There appears to be fish on the ground. Looks like something got into those barrels. Rather fishy, I think would say. Yes, yes. A shape, if you will. I walk into the darkness of, of the tunnel. <laughs> Take me now. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> Perhaps one of you should go and investigate a little closer. I'm just going to watch the, the door here. <laughs> can I can I take a look at the broken barrels specifically? Yes. I think I would also like to roll a perception check for just what I can see around the room. Um, if there's anything that sticks out. Should I also roll some kind of uh, check? Yes. So close to many good numbers. Instead, it's a four, so that's a nine total. I have a 14 on the table. All right. You're like, yep, those are broken barrels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're definitely broken. That well knocks for sure. And then what'd you get? 14. 14, you're like, I concur. Those are definitely broken <laughs> barrels. It's unanimous. It's really crazy how broken these barrels are. They did a good job breaking those. Yeah. <laughs> what? well, Whatever broke them must be very strong. Smashed into pieces, they are. Yeah. Has, uh, has anyone tried the fish? Is it decent? I mean, I, I, I'm new to the area. I've not had salted fish. I don't understand this to be a, a delicacy of the area. I, I'm just... I'm a little nervous. All right. I don't know. Give it to try and tell me what you think. Yeah, I mean, you can go ahead and take a bite if you like. That was completely country. What the fuck? Ezra, Ezra kind of walks forward and finds one that's like not not on. He's like, gives it a little nibble. Just 
<laughs> Some sort of pickled Harry, I believe. <laughs> so I think I want to go, because they're looking at the barrels. I think I want to go kind of towards the back of the room and take a look on what's, yeah, what's on that like other side. That is a 15. All right. Uh, when you're looking along that wall, you just see uh, bottles of wine and mead and different supplies to prepare salted fish. I don't really know what word to look for right there. Do we know what she sees over there? No, I mean, she's sort if, of just investigating. If she tells us, you know. You said it's just like wine bottles and like mead, different things like that. Yeah, supplies to okay. to prep. But like nothing. Nothing of prep supplies. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like back here, it's just, they're just prepping. So can I, can I inspect the room a little bit for signs of like maybe tracks, signs where a monster might yeah. have passed through? Uh, what sort of role do you think that would be? Uh, survival. Yes. Roll a survival check. Okay. Not terrible at it. Trained. Uh, but if I keep rolling like this, that's only an eight. All right. Uh, you just see stuff spilled on the floor, and you're just like, yeah, man, they made a, quite the mess. Tracks lead place. up the stairs back out into the city. <laughs> now, now, your GM ship, I see that there's like, the barrels have been cracked open. Some of these fish are gnawed on. Can I make a nature check to see if I could like determine any any information based off that? Uh, sure. Well, <laughs> what a fun uh, thing! I've rolled a nat twenty. All uh, right, which will give me a twenty-four on this nature check. Well, All right. 20. So you notice that whatever it was was big enough, and you see teeth marks on the front of it. Specifically, four, top, uh, two on top, two on bottom, rather large teeth marks that are able to bite into it and bust it open. And it would be a bigger than normal size of this certain creature. Like Ezra is like kneeling down looking at this. He's like, oh, rats. And I think everyone's like, didn't find did, anything, did you? Did you? No, no, I believe the, the rats that are doing this, big ones. Well, that would make some sense, wouldn't it? Would that make sense? I, I, the, I feel like that the, wouldn't. The teeth marks are like big in sizes on the top. Um, do I need to roll a percep? I want to see if I can hear anything that's happening. Do I need to roll a perception check for that? Yes, please. Okay. Use those big elf ears. <laughs> <laughs> I also got a nat 20. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Getting all our big rolls out before the battle. All right. We're kicking ass. Maresiel, you hear a strange chittering comes from a hole as you're listening, and suddenly massive rats the size of dogs emerge from the darkness. And it isn't alone. The giant rats rush towards you, their huge teeth snapping. Oh my goodness. And everybody roll for initiative. Oh goodness, rats! Valoros like taps his sword against the ground in front of him. Uh, that would be a, a one. <laughs> <laughs> Come try, beastie. And we don't add anything to. Yeah, you add your perception. Perception. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so that'd be an eight then. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, you actually have a really good perception because you're wisdom based. Uh Was that not an that one? You'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a twenty-two. Ezrin, what'd you get? Uh, I have a very low number at seven. Mm-hmm. I rolled a three. And uh, what terrible, no good, lousy roll did the rats get? Twenty-one. Oh, oh dear. 
Oh, gosh, so I'm just right above the rats. Oh, God. That's good, because there's four of them, and you're the closest one to them. You're around the oak. I thought you were a human fighter. That's right. But I rolled very badly in the initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, it goes the rats and then me. So. Oh, then that actually is not bad. Not yeah. Terrible, yeah. Some of us are in single digits, so... I don't mind being. I don't mind being at the bottom as the healer. I'll, I'll take <laughs> bottom barrel. All right, so Mauricio is up first. Okay, so I suppose here's my big question: um, How far am I in regards to the rats? Well, so here are the first two in the lineup. So you are about ten, 10 feet. Ten feet. Okay. So I'm not like with my with my rapier. I'm not close enough to hit them. I'd have to move up. That's what I thought. Okay, at least a five feet away, correct? Or technically, do I have to be like? I'm trying to. I'm sorry. I'm so blind. Well, uh, what's your your movement speed should be like 25 or 30, I believe. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I know that I can do it. So you would have to be up. I have to be like this this square or this. Okay, that's what I thought. I just want to move one square up. Or if you have a ranged weapon. What? Do you have a ranged ranged weapon? weapon. No, I am a... I have the rapier, the short sword, and a dagger. And I'm using my rapier. So. Okay. So you want to move up one? Yes. Because then I'm close enough and within range. So that'll be my first action. Mm -hmm. My second action, um, I would like to um, do like a swipe with a sword. Mm -hmm. Try and like cut it. And for that, I need to do an attack roll mm-hmm. with the d20. Whoa. Skipped right out of the box. It did. And that is a 17. Okay. All right. And what did you hit? 17? 17. That is a hit. Okay. And so, which, okay, with my rapier, I do have a deadly d8, but I know that that's only if it's a critical yes. success. Mm-hmm. This one is just going to be 1d6 plus 4. So that is five hits of damage. And, I mean, I'm right there. I may as well go for another swipe. So I'm actually going to go ahead and swipe with the dagger. Okay. This time, which is going to be that minus four. Or is that not Um, a minus four because it's the first attack with the dagger? It's it's the first attack with the dagger. So. So. Okay. And that is a 15? It's 8 plus 7. It's a 15. 15, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it'd be a minus four to that roll. Okay, so it's 11. 11, that is a miss. I bet it was close, though. I bet it was, because I'm, I'm thinking that's there's a sweet spot in there. Uh, who's next? It would, uh, it would move on to the rats now. All right, here we go. So I'm going to move and attack. So one rat kind of sneaks around the back of Mauricio. Looks in between yeah. Mauricio and Valoros. Valoros, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to roll for the first attack. Would Valoros have anything to say about that? Uh, oh, yeah, you get attack of opportunity if they move within your threat range. So, yes, actually, uh, Valoros has attack of opportunity as a reaction. And he's going to take that shit. He's going to take it. And uh, it's not a great roll, but I get a pretty good plus to my, uh, to my attack. So that's... It's an 8 plus 9, so that's a 17 to hit. All right, that hit. Oh, yeah. 
Which, okay, now I also have a question in regards to that, since this is a rogue. Mm -hmm. Does she also have no. the attack of opportunity? Okay, I didn't think so. I just wanted to be sure, because I'm pretty sure the only classes that have that are the fighter and... Um, Barbarian can take a feat to get it. Yeah. Spider is the only one who gets it like by default. At, yes. At yeah. level one, yeah. Pretty much Valoros is the only one that's going to have that. That's what I thought. So that is nine points of slashing damage. All right. And you wiped out. Ah, uh, yeah. Rat oh. Uno. Try and flank the rogue, will you? So the rat scurries by almost like ignoring Valoros, and he doesn't like that. So he takes his. He takes his dagger, pins its tail down, and then plunges the sword into the back of its head. All right. And he goes, <laughs> rather, rather gruesome. <laughs> Thank it you, only Valorant. gets worse from here. <laughs> I oh. have already used my reaction, though. Where was I? Right here. And then that rat, rat blue, we'll just call it. And the little cards for the monsters have colors on them so you can denote which is which, which is really handy when trying to keep track of multiples of the same type. Yeah. So that's a 23. Oof. Oof. Okay. Um, so that hits. Oh, Damn. right. And then I am going to grab my d6 and do a melee strike. So it's a 1d6 plus 1 piercing. So that is 2 okay. points of damage on you. And then I'm going to... Technically, that was only two actions. Oh, no, that is true. Yep. The second. Oh, damn. Welcome to being a GM. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so that's the same. I rolled the same exact thing again. But, you but I am going to take uh, out... Minus five penalty. Minus five. 18. That just hits. Yep. Uh, I, I believe that rats their leader. <laughs> and that's going to be three points of damage. And then rat purple. <laughs> She's now flat-footed because the rats are flanking her, and I'm very scared for yeah. our rope. Because I can't run. I mean, helps on the way, but <laughs> Nick is discovering GM's roll high for some reason. <laughs> All right. So that is 16. Does not hit. Are you taking a minus two to your AC? What? You are flanked. Flat flank, right? Oh. You have the flat footed condition. Then that just barely hits. All right. I hate Boy. you so much. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the room. <laughs> that's why I'm not. That's why I'm sitting over here. Shoot. Uh huh. All right. That's six points of damage. Wow. That's so great. Hey, I'm dying over here. <laughs> oh boy. All what? right. And I have. Are you at zero? Not quite. Okay, figuratively, I didn't <laughs> I know. Have one, Not quite. one more of these little guys, Kevin. So that is. Like, wait, there's more. He could be. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. Thanks for and not being gonna, a jerk there. I'm <laughs> going to go after Valros here for killing Rude. my friend Red. <laughs> yeah, making sure I got the color right. <laughs> and that is a 15. Uh, no. <laughs> No. No. Please. <laughs> Chomp and a miss, my friend. <laughs> the rat tries to bring its fangs down and just catches on the front of the shield, like gnawing at the top. Yep. Of the buckler. <laughs> uh, the buckler. <laughs> like the hamsters on those stupid wood blocks that are colored that you buy. I hate those things. Uh, I have one more, right. and I'm just going to try again here. So it's 17, I guess. Well, you see the minus five? Yeah. Okay. Miss. Yep. Not quite, but close. 
All right. I'm like, well, if I had a five, so yeah, cool. Ah, oh. interestingly enough, it goes to Valoros's turn. So Valoros, he's got like the rat hanging on the on his shield, gnawing, and he just kind of looks at it. Keep on chewing, you might get through. But he takes his sword and tries to stab the one flanking Mauricio. Man, it like teetered off several good numbers. <laughs> does a 12 hit? Uh, it does not. Yikes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for another one. Instead of raising the shield, since I whiffed that first attack pretty bad. Uh, better, but with a minus five, that's even worse. So that'd be an 11. No. Miss, miss. Miss, miss. Yikes. I'm surprised Valoros didn't go for the flank. And actually, oh yeah. Yeah, that, I didn't think of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, actually, well, I do have one action left. Uh, I will move into flank. Valoros will now move into flank. Uh, by going, uh, stepping up behind the one. We have a nice line. Uh, but now, if Mauricio needs, on her turn, can get the flanking because I threaten the rat behind her. And with that, it goes to Kyra's turn. Okay. Mauricio, are you, is she within 30 feet of me? Are you right here? Let's see. Yeah. Like, like 30 feet of movement? No, or? just because uh, if I use two actions, I can heal anyone within 30 feet of me. Yeah, I mean, she's... Well, there's so, a yeah. pillar right here. But, I mean, she's got... The, the question is, is that barrel, like... I mean, barrel's laying sideways so you can see her. Yeah, like, and with this spell, she doesn't have to, like... She just has to be able to see a little bit of her. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you turn and, like, your line of sight would be right okay. here. So, you, yes, you can see her. Okay, I'll use two actions to heal you. Thank you, Kira. You're welcome. So that's ten. Ooh, yeah. Bless. Solid. <laughs> blessed. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Hashtag, Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hashtag Saren Ray life. <laughs> <laughs> that's Saren Ray life for you. Um, I'll stay where I am for now. I'll go ahead and end my turn there. I feel like that's a that's a good place to be All for right. me. Do you have a one action cantrip or? Um, I do not. Um, I mean, I can raise a sh- yeah, I can raise the shield. So I'll go ahead and raise the shield as well. Okay, just in case. All right, then it's Ezrin's turn. So as the fight begins, Ezrin has a fire firm. He's like, yes, yes, excellent. Well, well done, boy. And then uh, the fighter sidesteps. And now there is nothing between me and a rat. He's like, oh, gracious. Uh, and panics a little bit. And he is going to use two actions to cast a ray of frost on, uh, on the rat straight ahead of him. On green. Uh, because there's an enemy 10 feet away from the wizard. And that is terrifying. Uh, fighter's got attack of opportunity. Well, oh. gosh, that's, oh. a, that's a nat one. Ooh. <laughs> the dice give and the dice take. <laughs> A this, lot of taking right now. This dice yeah. will be taken to the trash can. <laughs> uh, so, like, because he's panicking, he just, like, shoots into the ceiling. Uh, but I've still got one action left. So I'm going to use a focus spell, Force Bolt. And that's just a one action, 1d4 plus one points of damage. For three points of damage to green. All right. As, as Ezra, Ezra panics a little bit. Does light be in danger? 
<laughs> Try and keep you cool. And uh, Mauricial is up now. No one laughed at the joke. Okay. Because <laughs> it wasn't funny. <laughs> Let's just move on. Let's just keep going. Mauricio, you're up. It's, it's warm in here. I feel, I feel it's hot. It's very stifling. <laughs> Can you please stop panicking for like 10 seconds? Just panic. I'm not panicking. No one's panicking. I'm panicking in my life. I've See? never seen anything shake more than you in my entire life. Marissa? Pissed. <laughs> Absolutely pissed. Okay. So, am I st- I'm still being flanked, though. Right? You are, mm-hmm. but, yes, but, but you are also flanking a bad guy. Right. Okay. What does that mean for me? So, here's what's nice about rogues. Um, I know that I have a thing for flanking yes. in here. So, like, but. because the rat is between you and Valoros, mm-hmm. he is flat-footed. That's the condition. Now, rogues get this nice little fun thing called sneak attack. Easy, too. Yeah. So, he's easier to hit, and you'll do more damage, too. Yes. Okay, cool. So, I'm going to go for that mother trucker. Wait, wait, say mother squeaker. I didn't get the easy <laughs> stuff on that. So, I, so, I'm going to go for that mother squeaker. Here's a question. Which mother, Nailed it. Which, which mother squeaker, which is fitting for a rat, uh, which mother squeaker are you going for? The one that's in flank. The one that's right there, trying to get me from behind. Okay. That one. And I'm going to be using my dagger. Uh, no, I'm going to use my rapier for that. That's a 15. And that's a hit. It is. Ooh. And that is going to be, so because it's in flank and I'm using my sneak attack, Normally, it would be 1d6 plus 4, but I have an additional 1d6 damage to that, so it's 2d6 plus 4. Okay. This rat is screwed. That's a 9. 9 total? 9 total. All right. You being so (laughs) pissed, you have destroyed this mother squeaker. How does it go down? I take my rapier. I have finesse with it, right? So obviously, it's going to look so smooth. (laughs) To everybody else, they're like, oh my gosh. This is, this is going by so quick, because one minute, the rat's whole, and the next, it's in half. Oh, 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 it's excellent. Well done. And Blue joins Red. Mm. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> the best part, that's just my first strike. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have another opportunity here with my first one. Okay. Since I'm no longer in flank. I know it's a minus four for using my dagger, but I want to go ahead and do it again. You know, but I, I just, it's, it's an 11. I just, you know, it's a swing and a miss. I was overly confident after the first strike. You were just so tired. I was just so, no, I was just so excited. I was like, yes, let me get this other one now. And I just, I ruined it for myself. <laughs> All right. All right. That means. If uh, that, technically, that's that two actions. That was two actions. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean. You want to reposition or. Yeah, I think that what I'll do in this case is I'll just move um, over about five feet. All right, then it would uh, be the rat's turn now. What? So purple. <laughs> it's going to move over. One. I don't care. You're <laughs> I killed one of you guys. <laughs> You're back in flank. That's cool. That's whatever. And purple is going to go. Ooh, so that's just an eight, so... Well, that doesn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he had something on me. He did not. I did not. <laughs> so that's 16 minus 5, so 11. Swing and a miss, All baby. Right. <laughs> and then... Do it again. 
Ah, missed. Ha. All right. Well, he, he moved, so the rat only gets two attacks. Oh, yep. Okay. Hmm. Yep. That, that was that was me. Sorry. Cute. Sorry. So sorry. I should have kept tally marks. All right, but we still have green. Who's green going after? Mm. Listeners. Mericial. 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 Yeah. Oh. Mericial. That was a back in the flank sandwich. The flank mm, sandwich. That was only a nine, so that was a miss. Miss. What the heck? That's a miss. Giving it takes. Gives and it takes. It gives and it takes. These rats are uh, just they they sucking. Caught, they caught Mercil off guard the first round, but now she knows they're there. I'm prepped. Twelve. Is that was that the third yeah. attack? Yeah. Minus, did you get the minus ten? Oh no. I did Swing five again. Like seven at that point. So that's a definite miss. Five attacks. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. All right. All right. With blank. I know. That was horrible. That is, that is both rats. It's a wonder yes. why they even try at this point. Yeah. So it's Valoros' turn. And Valoros uh, takes a step into into the opening, seeing the wizard flail about. Uh, <laughs> yes, excellent, excellent. Well, well positioned. He's going to need a lot of help. So, into the flank line we go. Ah, uh, there you go. That's a twenty-three. <laughs> well, that hits. <laughs> well, is well, that, that a critical though? Let me ask you this, because he the rat is flanked, so he has a minus two to AC. A uh, critical hit. What was it again? 20. That's a 23. No, that's still a crit. Okay, it oh, is, so that it is, is a crit. Yeah. So what's a nice with the Pathfinder 2 system, um, if you, a lot of times, if you have a DC and you beat it by 10, it is a critical success. Um, so in this case, he's critically hit the rat. <laughs> Ooh. So that is uh, 18 points of damage. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Pretty much curb stomp. Oh, wait, wrong one. Hold on. Green. Oh yeah, no, they, that was the right one. You pretty much uh, curb stomped green there. <laughs> Slop its head right off in one swift attack. Wait, do you like rip its head off, or you know, slice it? I feel like ripping it would be really cool to like, like see this like final cord. Like styles of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, he missed with his ice, <laughs> so he's not frozen yet. Yeah. So finish him. <laughs> <laughs> Little, little, uh, little greens joined right. the other rats in rat heaven. Uh, next action, I will, Valorous will step up, and I believe I have enough movement to get into flank to step around to the rat squaring off with Mauriciel. That's a, a sound strategy. That's a good turn. Yeah, solid. All right. I support it. I stand. Yeah. I stand a queen. Uh, that means it's Kyra's turn. So what's nice about the Pathfinder 2nd Edition system um, is uh, it's a three-action economy. And by now, you've heard on these rounds, uh, we are doing things in threes. So basically, each action costs one of those three actions. Like if you move, that costs one of your three actions. You make an attack. Uh, when I cast my cantrip earlier, Ray of Frost, uh, that was two actions. Also, Kyra has already done a two-action casting of heal. Which is what's nice about the system. You can basically do all these things in different combinations, as long as you keep to the three-action economy. So let's see what Kyra does with her three actions on this turn. Okay. So I'm looking here. Those, would those rocks right there be blocking me? No, no, no. They're just they like wouldn't... spilled onto the ground. Okay, cool. So I'm going to use one of my actions to take my movement and move up there. 
and that first diagonal is, is for, it's only five feet right. for that first diagonal. So she doesn't have to move in like a straight line. She can get that one diagonal. So it'd be like five, 10, 15, 20. And I have 25 feet of yeah. movement so I can get. Yeah. You're wanting to get in melee with the yeah. rat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to attack with my scimitar. This rat is just getting jumped in. Yes. Excellent. The three, the three of you handled this. That is a 23 to hit. Yes. Well, we had to handle it because you're in the corner shaking. Well, so. t- well now, let me ask you this. Um, because it's flanked by the other two, it has the flat-footed condition. That should still apply for Kyra, right? Mm-hmm. So that rat still has a minus two to its AC. So So with a 23, is that a Oh, yes, 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 okay. yes. Sorry, All right. Sorry. Yep, yeah. Ooh. So that'll be nine. How do you want to take out purple? <laughs> I feel like I just, I just saw everyone kind of fighting, and I just casually stroll over and take my scimitar and just lop it in the head. <laughs> lop it in the head. Yep. Wait. <laughs> Purple's gone. Why did that sound more like a piglet? It did. It did. <laughs> that sounded a, a little depressing at that point. <laughs> he was like, you know what? All my friends are gone. I should have expected this in too. <laughs> Yes, yes, excellent, the three of you. Well done, well done. Oh, that was that was quite the encounter. Do you need to take a moment and uh, recover? I, I think we should take about ten minutes. Yes. I think that I think that that would be really good for you to um, calm yourself. I, that way, you're I, maybe a little more prepared for I, the next battle. Yes, that would be quite excellent. I, uh, yes. And actually, mechanically, because I used a focus spell, mm-hmm. I would love to take a ten-minute rest and regain that focus. Spell. <laughs> Yeah, that would be really great for, I think, everybody here. Um, love to clean the blood off of my sword. I don't care enough to do that. <laughs> That's you like to keep the blood as a souvenir? <laughs> pretty hard It's job. a warning sign. <laughs> That's actually not going to be very good for the blade if you scout. Well, I, you, you know what you're about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about more than you. I bust out like a little <laughs> can of caviar and just like take a wee nip of something. More fish, um, huh? Okay, so, and you can tell me no on this, mm-hmm. but what I would like to do is switch out the rapier for my short sword while we're in this 10-minute break, if that is yeah. possible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I figured that would be fine. Yeah. Um, and I do want to talk about something, too. So, with you as a wizard and um, Sammy playing the uh, Kira, the cleric, um, I know that for sorcerers, you only have a certain amount of spell slots a day. Indeed. Is that how that works for you guys as well? I'm what we call an arcane caster, so I, I only get so many spell spots per day. Uh, and as a wizard, I have a spell book, mm-hmm. and I pick. I have to prepare those spells at the beginning of a day. I only can like pick so many. Now I've got a couple of tricks to maybe like switch one or two out during the day, uh, but the only spells I get access to are the ones in my spell book. Now Kyra is a divine caster, mm-hmm. so at the beginning of the day, she's like you know what? I want different spells today. And she prays and gets whatever she wants off the cleric spell list. Whereas I have to learn the spell and write it in the book. Uh, Now I only have normally two level one castings per day. Mm -hmm. uh, But I've got a few tricks to get some of those back. Uh, I I think Kyra has a couple and then you've got three or four healing font spells. I get three heal spells Mm -hmm. and uh, I can use one of each of my other prepared spells a day. So we are going to take a 10-minute rest? Yes. Okay. 
uh, in game. But like in game, yeah. But in mechanically, that's really all they do. Like the group just chills out for ten minutes, and I regain a focus point. And in that time, um, granted, I'm not like necessarily like dying at this point. I have you know, I have normally fifteen HP to start the day off with, and now I have fourteen because of Kyra's generous healing. Um, but in this time frame. Should I, I mean, I have healer's tools. Should I be doing that? Or will I just regain that extra one HP in that time? Not really. Um, mm-hmm. Short rest mechanic. Like there yeah, there, exactly. Not, unlike 5th Ed, there really isn't like a, a short rest mechanic. Mm-hmm. Now there is uh, a system for like doing medicine checks mm-hmm. in this game to, to regain hit points. My character, she's only gone um, at this point with one, one less HP. Than normal. I normally have a 15 HP to start off with. Um, that's the basic level one set for a rogue. And then now I have 14 HP after Kira so generously healed me during that battle. I do have a plus five in medicine and I do also have healer schools in my bag. Now, would I need to take the time to heal myself in this 10 minutes? Or mechanically speaking, that is the break enough? So what you can do with, if you are trained in medicine and have a healer tools kit, which I believe you do, um, you can try to make a DC 15 medicine check. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it will heal a creature 2d8 points if you make it. You can do that once per hour. Now, in this particular instance, you're only down one. Yeah, I wouldn't think it's necessary. I just wanted to know mechanically Yeah. for maybe the next time when I'm literally on the verge of death. So I, what's nice about Pathfinder 2, uh, and like the core book has more of these advanced rules in it, there's a lot of out-of-combat healing you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, because you can only do it once per hour, it's probably best to just It's not it really, yeah, yeah, it's not really necessary right now, especially, you know, when we do have a healer who has three more healing spells mm-hmm. today. And hopefully I, I mean, granted I'm the rogue, yeah. and Ethan's our fighter, and so we will most likely be the two getting injured the most. Well, and I can stabilize as a cantrip, too. So even if I run out of spells, I'm also proficient in healing, and I have healer's tools. So even if I run out of the healing spells, I can still bring you back up after a battle to stabilize. Did anyone else even get hurt? No. Uh, I am no. unhurt. That's... I was the only one that got hurt, but that's because I was right there in front of them already. <laughs> I got caught. That's all I can say. You got got by the rats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then oh. I was just chilling in the back. <laughs> you're like, you were oh. shaking out some mead. You're over there with the mead. You're like, sip, <laughs> put it back on the like shelf. They, like, that's a good year. Like, <laughs> you were looking and you were like, it's a nice Oh, gosh. <laughs> so now that we have had our 10 minutes of rest, uh, what is the group going to be doing now? I, I believe we've accomplished our task. Uh, the rats were chewing on the food. The rats are now dead. I'm sure there's nothing to be gleaned from going to that dark hole. Like, <laughs> I know that just sounds boring. Actually, wanting to go into that. Um, I'd like to see what's. Yeah, I suppose we could see if there's anything deeper in here, or we can go back to the townspeople and see if they have any other issues they might need taken care of. Uh, what's the fun in that? <laughs> just explore. Right. Well, I, I suppose if you wish to go ahead with this, uh, let, let me see your blade, there, young man. I mean, we already started. Might as well continue going may as well finish the journey we've begun. Well, I, I hate to be the dissenting voice. Uh, I cast light on your blade. That should emanate about 20 feet as you proceed forward into the darkness. Uh, I hold the sword up like Luke Skywalker on the front of the Star Wars poster. 
<laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Nobody knows. I, I'll, I guess I'll like lean against his leg. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it's like the Star movies that you can't discuss legally because Disney will sue. <laughs> <laughs> the space movies. <laughs> anyway, Duke Skybridger. <laughs> With his light stick. <laughs> and his light stick. Dirk Starkiller. <laughs> right. Anyway, I'll hold my sword out into the into the darkness of the tunnel ahead. Squeezing through the hole, you find yourself in a cavern that seems to stretch endlessly beneath the streets of Atari. Who knows what menace could be lurking down here. Up ahead, the passageway ends in a cliff that plunges sharply into the darkness. Um, can I do a perception check to see if I can see any like ladder, rope, rope or anything down the cliff? Or if it's more of like we have to just, if we decide to yeah. go on, press on, we have to jump. Okay, go ahead. That's a 21. So looking around, you see uh, nothing but darkness. There's no ladders. Um, I do and have uh, low light vision. Oh, you do? Okay. So I can, like with his light, I can okay. see. Yeah, you can see that it's about uh, about 10 feet down, but the sides of the uh, cliff mm-hmm. are really slippery. So oh. you can see the bottom and you can see that it's a big wide open area. So you can just but slide no, down basically. But well, no, it's a cliff, but it's like slippery, like with, what, I guess you'd like say like moss, moss yeah. growing on it because of you, the atmosphere. Is And there's there's a hard ground underneath. Yes, you're not going to be falling for eternity. <laughs> okay. You can tell it's about 10 feet down. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, looking further over the cliff, it actually looks like it's only about 10 foot down. So if we wanted to jump or something... Um, to continue on, it's not that far down. Only ten feet, she says. <laughs> it's only a few grains of sand on the beach. It's only a few stars in the sky. It's only ten feet. Uh, I honestly don't trust what could be down there. So is there like like a pebble or rock, something that I could pick up? I want to pick it up, cast light on it, and just drop it down so I could see down there. What's, what's an amazing what, trick? What's going on down there? Never, never thought to do that okay. before. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I pick it up, and then is there like, do, do we see any? So I pick it up, cast light on it, yeah. drop it down. Uh, I get twenty feet of light. Do we? Do I see any? Like, I guess would it be a perception check to see also if I see any? Like, yeah, yeah, a perception check. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. That is a twenty-five. Okay. Uh, as you throw the rock down, it is 10 feet down, and you see in the room uh, some mushrooms growing off into the corner, and you notice there's the entrance to this cave where uh, stalagmites and stalactites insert whichever one grow from top and bottom. <laughs> stalagmites <laughs> grow on the, up, ground. on the ground up, and stalactites grow from the ceiling down. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. And then you see moss growing all around the building, or the room. Okay. Perfect. And a dome, like so. It's like no, the entrance. Like no movement. No movement. No nothing. It's just you just see the entrance to this cave system as you go down. Okay. Perhaps, young man, you could lower me by rope. Well, that's a great idea. And he takes out his fifty feet of rope. Okay. And takes a. <laughs> 
Rich, Rich is over there miming, shove him. <laughs> That's awesome. I just picture Valeros like tying out the rope, throwing it down there, waiting until Edwin walks the ledge and just pushes him down anyway. Chuck and roll. That would be murder. I, it takes, a, takes the rope. I assume it comes with a stake for one to like pin it into the ground. Uh, or you could tie it off, whichever. Tie it off, pin it in the ground, whatever. It ties off the rope uh, and lowers it down and uses it to like repel down the, okay. uh, the 10 feet and then then secures it for others who want to uh, climb down so it doesn't go slack or anything. Yeah, we're, okay. go- we're going to rig me up some sort of harness to lower me <laughs> or how? You're going to have to rely on your upper body strength. Well, that's, that's, that's a terrible, <laughs> terrible I decision. I don't think this. he has that. <laughs> so what Mauricial is going to be doing here though, I have a grappling hook, so she's going to secure the top part that actually grapples onto the cliff, and then she's just going to rappel down and take okay. it off. So like you're both going to have your own rope. That's your rope than me, huh? What's wrong with my rope? Mine's a little smoother. I mean... <laughs> if, I mean so we're going to have uh, two lines of rope. Going <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're only having the one because I put mine back up. All right. <laughs> uh, athletics check. Just quite rude. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? That one. So, uh... Oh, no! As, as you go to, t- uh, to My test... My skill. That one. As, as you... Oh, what did you get with the athletics? I mean, the total is an eight. So like, does this mean that I'm going oh, to have on. to leave my grappling hook up? Might not be a bad the idea. The rope isn't broken. Just me up. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if, if a strapping young man like that can't accomplish the task? He's... Clearly dead it's now. Oh, I mean, he I fell. Right he fell Can ten I feet. Clearly, he's, <laughs> he's dead. I mean, obviously, I can't make that. Got it. It's, it's okay. ten. Ten feet will not. So, really... I'm gonna go ahead and read what the crit failure is. Sure. Oh, good. From the beginner's box. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because this is actually out. So, with the crit failure, the dull. <laughs> Sorry. With the crit failure. The die roll was a one, or the total is five or less. Oh. So you rolled a nat one. I rolled a one. The character falls to the ground. If they were at the top, they take five damage from the fall. Ouch. If they were halfway up, they take only two damage from the fall. If the character was trying to climb up, and this was their first check... They simply fall prone and take no damage. So you fell to the bottom, <laughs> and you're yep. taking five damage. You. So what you did was, yeah, that seems like a good knot, but you didn't, you know, get it nice and tight, and you went, oh crap, and it just falls. <laughs> <laughs> like land on my shield. You land on your shield, and you take five damage. That poor young man killed in, in the prime of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Just not fair. Anyway, we should alert his next of kin and fall back to the city streets. He's not dead. He just fell. Of course he's you dead. Of course he's dead. <laughs> Poor man. I, I lost my breath, though. <laughs> he's not dead. You're at the bottom. You're like, I'm fine. How, how did you survive this? You, it's ten feet. It's an academy tranny. You uh, are just very dramatic, I think. So... You're fine. Um, wait, do I need to do an athletics check with my grappling hook? Yes, you will need to do an athletics okay. check as well. So I secure it. Right, I got it. That's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's better than a one. 
It is. So. Yeah, that's a nine. <laughs> you check it and you start slipping and you're just swinging back and forth. And you're like, ah! And so you get enough strength to get back to the top. You're like, that's just not as safe as I want it to be. World's first Why should I not just slip down? Huh. I mean, you, you could go down. That's not the issue. Valoros just demonstrated down. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfectly viable path there. He just, he failed the check really bad, critically. You just mm -hmm. failed the check. Everyone keeps talking about how easy this is and then <laughs> proceeds to fail at it <laughs> as if I'm going to magically... Is his rope secured still? Is his? No. His came untied and he it went down with him. <laughs> and he's okay. holding it and he's like, ouch. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do another athletics check. And I have a rope that's 50 feet. Okay. So I'll just secure that. Um, if I guess I can't really try the grappling hook again. So. You can try the grappling hook again. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. not denying that you can't do that. Like, it's still on the ground. You just yeah, you didn't lose it. I just didn't make that. You just that. didn't yeah. think that it was tight enough, so when okay. you slip, you're like, ah, I gotta, like, reinforce this. Okay, yeah, so, okay, then I'll just go up and I'll just tighten it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I'll do another athletics. I pull myself up. <laughs> I, don't even, it, I don't even bother. No, 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 we have to know. What was it? <laughs> if it's real bad. <laughs> it's a six. What'd you roll on that? On what'd this? You, yeah, a two. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't a natty one. Hmm. Well, look at me. Oh, You're no. game, though. Okay, you didn't roll a one, so I'm not going to say that was just a failure. Yeah. You make yeah. no progress at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me, let me give this a try here. <laughs> it's never going to be any easier. Tuck and roll, Valor. Tuck and roll, Lesrin. Tuck and roll. I'm going to make an athletics check with a straight die roll. <laughs> no rope? Uh, I'm going to use the rope. What rope? But what we, rope do, you, do you have rope? I'm going to use, uh, use her rope. My grappling hook? Yeah, I mean, I've got rope. I can just tie it off. Okay. Uh, but what we've learned, Ezrin's been pulling your guys' fucking leg. <laughs> And just... He's got old man strength. I got old man strength, and I net 20 down that rope. All right. So you uh, climb down the side of the cliff well, safely. That wasn't so bad. I guess I oversold the danger. <laughs> Here, let me help you up, young man. Is, <laughs> is your rope still up? Oh, the bloody hell is Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to go down Ezra's rope. That's a four. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wizard uh, wins. The, it was a three on the die. Wizard wins. What do you have for a uh, for a athletics? Plus one. It was a three oh, on the die. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay. Uh, you just pull on it and you're like, this is. Nope. This is high. This is high. <laughs> just, I have a slight fear of heights that I never realized I had before. That's finally. Finally coming out. I'm just, just like, I don't know. Just come that. down and I'll catch you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have an idea. You can tell me no. Okay. And that I have to use the rope or the hook. Okay. But I would like to do an acrobatics check. Okay. And just, um, I want to take my grappling hook, if, if this is okay, and put it back in my pack. And I just want to, like, try and jump down and land. Because it's only Ooh. 10 feet, honestly. Only ten. And I, I have an acrobat. I have so an I have the acrobatics check. Ten feet, or said. I could do a stealth check. You're not what? hiding from gravity. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But like an ac acrobatics check, I feel like would fit that better than athletics, because it's a jump. It's a like a land. So being a rogue, are they light on their feet? Like, 
Would it, yes. Would, oh, I'm wanting to say, like, if you... I am very light on my feet. I mean, you're still going to get the stingies on the bottom. We're going to have to look this up. The stingies on the bottom of your feet for landing that. Unless I do perfect. You can assist people down. I was going to say, can I, I wouldn't... can I, like, take my rope, throw it up, hold it tight... So it's like a zip line? I Essentially, just yes. And it. assist... Right, no, I can I can do that, yeah, for well, sure. Well, actually, why don't we do this, young man? I also have a bit of rope here. Why don't we tie our ropes together? And uh, we'll throw it up there. They can tie themselves off on one end. We'll, we'll loop the rope around a, a stalagmite of, of some great girth. And uh, just you and I can kind of lower them down like a like a, a baby in a cradle. <laughs> and that, and Ethan Listen. knows that Brad is describing a, like, pulley system almost. Yes, yes, yes. Valeros is like... Have you gone completely daft? <laughs> well, young man, I, I, I don't wish to brag, but as being the only one who's actually gotten down safely without taking injury, I, I feel a, a, a certain bit of uh, expertise in this. Look, I know I hit my head very hard, but I'm not following any of that. Let's just, just, just trust me here. Let, let me, let me see your rope. Go for it, and I'll follow your lead. Ah, uh, so what we'll do is like, I'll, we'll throw it up to them, and they can loop the rope around like a stalagmite, and then like tie themselves off. And, like, Valeros and I can try to, like, lower them down. I do still have my grappling hook in the ground. Yeah, yeah. So with that, you're going to have to roll your athletics check. Mm-hmm. Who's holding the rope on the bottom? I'd say Valeros. And you're going to have to roll as well. An athletics? Yes. For a, uh, assisting. I'm not going to roll the same die I rolled that last one with. You've, you've, got, <laughs> you've got this, young man. I'm going to roll the big die. Even with that broken arm. I mean, it's a a total of 10. I rolled a three. So I'll let you just be an anchor. You're literally not doing anything. So you're not going to get the assist. I won't lie to you. No, no, you're supposed to lower. I'm very stubborn. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I want to try the grappling hook one more time. Then I will gladly try the pulley system. Are you trying the pulley system? I'll... I'll try to go down by myself one more time before the police. Okay. I feel well. like I feel like that's a good like you know what I'll do it one more time. If not, we'll try out your idea. I, you know, I'd rather get hurt on my own merit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. That's a twelve. I got a twelve as well. Yeah. So you, you both are sort of just like. Dude, this. I know you keep saying ten feet, but something in your mind says "ouchie" if you keep if you if you fail this. It's quite high. Yeah. Okay, we'll try the pulley system. We'll Both the, of you guys. Yeah, are, we'll, yeah. we'll do the pulley yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. Make, okay. Make another make another athletics check, so there, you, young man. So you're the anchor. Well, let's make see. another one. Yeah, let's do another one. Let's just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Much better. There All we right. go. How's the uh, twenty-four sound? <laughs> I love it. Seventeen. All right, so you're gonna get a plus two for your assist, and you're gonna have a plus one. 18. So you make it to the bottom of this cliff. Ah, yes, excellent. See, the mechanics of it work quite well. So, Valeros, with that roll, you're gonna get a plus two in the assist, and then Mauricio, you're gonna have a plus one as you're climbing down. So so you're giving an additional plus three. Plus three to get to the bottom of that. So that made it a, what'd you roll? 17. 21. So you yeah. successfully make it to the bottom. Which, okay, 
Um, do I need to make it clear that I grab my grappling hook before and put it back in my pack, or do I just like leave it there? Maybe we should leave one rope up. Okay, I mean, so I'll yeah. just leave we'll that one get, there. Oh, yeah, that we'll way we can back climb back up. up then. Yeah. And then what'd you roll? <laughs> uh, I want you to re-roll as well. What? Um, uh, I rolled a four, so it'd be a five. Ooh, okay. Uh, that is a 13. All right, so you're sort of just hanging there at the moment. <laughs> and you're just like, what? What's going on? What's going on? And you can't get your, your feet gripped onto the side of the cliff. So you're sort of just hanging there, slipping around. <laughs> a little panicky. Okay. I'm just chilling on the side of the cliff. Perfect. Try again? Yes. The Valros's uh, feet are kind of like slipping. He's dug his heels in, but mm-hmm. the ground is a little soft. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help by encouraging uh, him. Like, no, dig your heels in. Dig, oh. dig your heels in. I'm trying, but uh, the sand is, and uh, that is a that is a nine. Ooh, again, you're just sort of an anchor, and you're just like. Ur, ur, ur. Okay. I so mean, what, what is the point of all those push-ups? Here, here, this, let's be try. We're not using this dice anymore. I don't. Let Let me try to be the anchor. Four, and you're just, oh, you're just like, somebody get me down! I, I rolled a 12 on my, like, had legs check to, like, be the anchor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys just keep, like, pulling back and forth, back and forth. Um, listen, can... listen, you're a cleric, right? And I let go of the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Roll, see what you get. I want to know what happened. It's enough! Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> As, as Ezrin is the biggest jerk on planet Earth in his hip, his old man hip just pissed out. He's like, nope. I'll try to catch her. No. <laughs> no. You're just hanging there, and all of a sudden you're like, yep, gravity's in effect, and you just fall flat on your back, taking five points of damage because that was just failure on everybody's part. I think, I think after that, I'm just not... Not even gonna say anything. Just stare up at the top of this cave <laughs> and contemplate my entire existence <laughs> and why I'm even with these two idiots. You kind of <laughs> like, look. What? Oh, what? You don't think what? I'm an idiot though? Yeah, you know, you're. You're fine. I'm, just, I'm the what? only one that got down successfully. <laughs> what in my life? went wrong who hurt me in my life that made me decide this is a good idea to be here right now valoros comes over with the sword that has the light still cast on it and he like waves it in front of her to like check and see if she's got a concussion (laughs) is it an (laughs) x-ray an x-ray see like see if her eyes can follow the sword So you just you just start waving at them without saying anything, just waving a glowing sword. Are you all right? You look a little. Uh... Honestly, I've 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 been a bit better. I've I'm here. This <laughs> this is where I am. I'm here. <laughs> Matt would be a good time because uh, you took five damage too, right? Correct. Uh, what? Who's got a Who's got a good medicine skill? Like I got a plus four. I have a plus seven. Okay. I have a plus five. Okay. Um, perhaps uh, one of you could make a, a medicine check on the, the cleric and also the fighter. I feel like that's very heavily towards me, so I can do that. Well, and oh. I, I have a plus seven as well, and I want to ask, is it going to be like a medicine check per person? Yes. Okay, yeah. And it's, well, with the other shield, it's one per hour, right? 
Well, uh, well so it takes ten minutes, but you can only do it once per hour per person. Oh, per person. So I can okay. I can use my healer tools on both of you. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll for um, Kira first. Okay. Yeah, honestly, I don't want to. Like, with my rolls, I don't want to roll myself. That's a fifteen. All right. So you make it. So okay. she gets two d eight of healing. Oh, do I roll those or does she? Uh, you determined that. Somebody, I don't know. Um, she picked up D10, so you may want to take a crack at it. <laughs> you know what? Um, so that's nine. All right. Okay. Points nine. of healing. Cool. So you're back to max. Okay. And now I'm going to roll for Ethan. That's a, that's a natty 20, so. Ooh. Um, okay. Okay. Actually. That's uh, a thing. That's a critical success. Yeah. It is. And there is a mechanic for that. Okay. Uh, because she has... Cr- yeah, it's, it's okay. in there. I checked it. Um, because that's a critical success on the medicine check. It's going to be an additional 2d8 on top of that. So it's going to be 48 points of healing. 4d8s. Okay. Uh, now, he's only down five, so this is a, an egregious misuse of critical. <laughs> but <laughs> just so everybody knows yeah. what's going on I'm here. I'm just going to go ahead and erase these five on the off chance she gets. Let's see four more ones. Than, more than a two four on ones. a single die. Yep. Uh, well, one's an eight. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I have... That's f- 16 points of helix, so you're Well, you're you don't alive. get all 16. You just get to go back to <laughs> You just get to go down, back to normal, and then you're alive and healing. But oh, I am surprised that you look at you with healing hands and a nurturing nature. Sometimes I have a soft side. That shoulder's not even sore anymore. Good job. Yes, yes, well done. What, what, a, what an adventure, climbing down 10 feet. It's only 10 feet after all. <laughs> So that now that everybody is healed, and you're standing into the room after getting down from uh, the ten foot cliff, just ten feet, just just ten feet. That arch nemesis of ours, <laughs> the ten, ten foot a hundred and twenty inches. What are you guys doing while you're down in this new room, this uh, entrance to the cave? I believe you said there were some mushrooms. <laughs> I, uh, I did. I'm going to roll a nature check real quick. Okay. Uh, 19. So the mushrooms aren't dangerous. Uh, you could eat them. Uh, they're bitter, but you're not going to take any damage from them. I don't think you're going to have any long-lasting side effects. Uh, Maybe worth harvesting a few on the way out. Perhaps they'll sell at the local market. Or- I have lore farming at plus four, so... Perhaps this... <laughs> Some sort of mind expansion effect with your explorer later date. Um. <laughs> so what I would like to do is um, do a perception check at the base of the cave, like at the opening. Yeah, I can move a little bit forward. Uh, no, are you saying like through this way? I'm pointing. Uh. So I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna enter the room. I'm just gonna get a little closer to the entrance of the cave itself, and I want to kind of survey, see what I can see inside. That's a 19. All right. Uh, you can see down the stone steps some glistening along the, uh, since you have dark vision, some glistening along the stalactites. Ceiling. Stalactites come down. See ceiling. Stalactite ceiling. Stalagmite ground. Okay. I always thought of it as like stalactite tight to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, might, might reach the ceiling. Oh, okay. Stalag. Tights, you see glistening coming down 
all the way to the floor of the cave and meshing out. (laughs) So they're more like pillars? Like they have like they've reached the floor. Are they touching the floor or are they like Yeah, I mean some of them are. And then some of them are reaching together. Okay, yeah. So those would be like a pillar. Marissa, you were just full of surprises. Who knew you had such an interest in geology? It, it's almost as if um, I, I might have done a couple of uh, guidings in particular caves in the area. Some spelunking? Some spelunking, yes. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. to hide away from the, from the uh, people chasing me. We, we are most fortunate to have your services then. Please lead on. <laughs> <laughs> You're only telling me to lead on because you don't want to. Well, I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> Truth is in the eye of the beholder, I suppose. <laughs> but, but um, you don't. I don't see anything that could be dangerous at this point. I just see the um, cri- the crystals in the cave. Excellent. Correct. At this, at, uh, as far away as you are right now, yes. I'm at the base. I'm at the oh, entrance. You, oh, of, here. Yeah, I'm at the entrance oh, okay. of the cave. I'm like looking into the entrance of the cave. Okay. Well, then I'm going to. Go back and read this. Loop it on back, okay. Yeah. Now, now your DM chip. I, I cannot help but notice the fighter is currently in the back of the marching order, and I would like to change that. Mm-hmm. Thank I you. I think the wizard probably. Now, <laughs> now everyone now, would like your GM chip. I've noticed that the wizard is in the back, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, is, is everybody okay with this working order? I mean, that's... I'll take my chances. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to ask, too. My glowing rock's still down there, right? Yes. Can mm-hmm. I just grab it? And is it pitch black from where I I can see? Like, is there any light well, emanating? Well, you can see the light well, eliminating back here for, from your rock. For the next room. Yeah, because that cantrip will last no. uh, all day. Yeah. Until you prepare your spells again. Yeah, I, I can I just, yeah. like... So you would have to grab it, because if, you're, if you were to look I into that cave, else? you would see nothing oh, but darkness. Okay. Cool, can I pick up the rock? And <laughs> I guess I'll just carry it with me for now, pick up my rocket, my glowing rock, and okay. carry it. so you're just going to hold it like this? Yeah, so like, I, I while, have Like some, out in front of you. Yeah, just... so I have some light. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and, like, Ezrin's got his hand on the, like, cleric's shoulder, like, not in a creepy way, but, like, in the way a child would, like, follow behind <laughs> an adult, like... That's in a scary situation. He's just absolutely like, shaken in his boots. Like, pe- like when, you have, when you have your travel buddy. <laughs> your travel buddy? everybody. Make sure that you know who your buddy like, is. This is terribly exciting. It's your safety buddy. <laughs> little safety buddy. That way, if you feel like the hands suddenly go away. Yeah. Like, look. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Prepare your, near, your best heel spell. So, <laughs> what do I see? Ninja. All right. So as Mauriciel enters the cave, the tunnel continues deeper underground, eventually opening into a large chamber. Patches of glowing blue fungus cling to the ceiling and provide dim light. You can just barely make out vast strands of webbing across the floor and walls of the cavern, stretching between stalactites like shimmering curtains. I have low light vision. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Wouldn't I see it a little bit more clear? I actually, uh, because it is dim light, mm-hmm. you see just like it's just normal. Okay. Like you're low light, and there is low light. Okay. So you just see normal stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, does anybody happen to know what this fancy blue fungus is up here? 
I'll roll a nature check? Yes. Uh, I, I have no clue, my dear. Can I, uh, can I do one as well? Yes. Nick, could I roll a lower farming check? Why do you want a lower farm? Oh, a what? Uh, I have a uh, lower, lower farming? Oh, okay. In, okay. in my lower skill, I have farming. Uh, so... 15. You wouldn't allow. That's uh, uh, a 12. Okay. That was a fail. <laughs> you passed. Yay! But just barely. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you're wanting to know what that is? Yeah. Okay. You, as you're looking around and you look up, you notice that that is... Uh, that's a, a webbing. Like, like can I... I'm, I totally did the spider. It is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Edit that Does whatever a spider can. Spider-Man. Spins a web any size. Catch a thief just like flies. Look out. Here comes a Spider-Man. So is that, like, that includes, like, because I know you said there was also, like, the, the like, glowing blue fungus. Is that part of the webbing or is that separate oh yeah no uh that is fungus on its own okay and then you notice the 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 webbing do i can i do a uh like a perception check to see if i can see like any movement yeah around the webbing that is a 24 at the moment at this moment everything is still so, you don't notice any webbing moving, but everything is silent. So is the webbing, like, blocking our path? Is it in the way? It is blocking paths. Well, I have a torch in my backpack. And I will take it, use my flint and tinder, light it, uh, and step forward to start clearing out the web in front of us so that we can continue our, our journey totally unhindered. <laughs> Um, I don't like that laugh, by the way. So in this time before we enter the room, I would like to go ahead and exchange my dagger for my short sword. So, yes, please roll. Roll. To, to, uh, you're wanting like to light a, it on fire? Yeah. Roll a... I'll go with thievery, yeah. Thievery? Yeah, you try to fuck up somebody's home, man. I'm the bad guy here, huh? Yeah, this is arson. All right. Well, Ar- arson. I mean, it's a little a- shitty what you're doing but like i guess if this is how you want to follow through with it um where's your party technically technically have to back you up to be fair though it was also dead silent no movement coming from the web everyone's like the one the one party member with dark vision is like seems clear to me and i'm like sick let's do it 15 as you light your torch you make a little bit too much noise and everybody run run, roll for initiative no running's fine i'm okay with that (laughs) we can run let's go he's up my gosh i got a natural 20 on that so it's a 20 27 (laughs) shit i don't have room on the initiative tracker for 27 it topped out at 22 that's an enormously high roll so okay well it wasn't intentional don't be pissed. Well, I'm, not, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not. It's a wasted natural twenty. <laughs> I, well, that's kind of what I feel on initiative. Yeah. Like, but I also have had like two natural twenties so far. So like, we'll see if maybe 
something happens. I got a 14. 14 total? 14 total, yeah. 22, actually. Oh. Not 18. The former top of the initiative tracker before I had to start writing a second initiative tracker. <laughs> like, like the whole time people are like creeping through. It's like, I've always wanted to fight spiders. What, Ezra? And then like... <laughs> and, uh, Early on I developed a taste for spider blood. <laughs> Your giant spider uh, here rolled an 18. Well, and Valorous got us. So. The webbing in this room is the size of a house. Of course, there's a ginormous spider here. <laughs> Was that not obvious? And as you wake him up, who is first? Uh, well, this might be hard to believe, but it's Mauricio at 27. <laughs> wow, it's just so impossible. Oh my god. like 15 higher than I did. I feel like I should give a speech <laughs> about this. Like, thank you so much for the opportunity and the growth. So... How far am I from this thing? I'm going to about 40. Uh, yeah. I think right now would be a good time to introduce the, the terrain that's in here. Okay. Because now we are working with difficult terrain. Terrain that's particularly, particularly harder to move through. Moving into a square of difficult terrain costs an extra five feet of movement. And the creature can't step into a square of difficult terrain. Now, step is uh, an action where you can take a five-foot hop that does not provoke attack of opportunities. So it's like a very safe step, but you can only go five feet. However, because this webbing is so thick and sticky, you can't take that action. So basically, I can't move. You can move. But Just like, not well. So anywhere like, that's not covered in web, you could move freely. But like, okay. so normally, uh, each square is five feet. These sticky squares cost 10 feet of movement to get through. Am I on something sticky right now? Not at this moment. And I'm pretty far, huh? 40 feet. Yeah. Not counting difficult terrain. Counting difficult terrain, how far am I? Uh, like 80. Pretty far. <laughs> but there's a very good chance it'll come to us. Okay, yeah. so I have 30 feet of speed on movement. So I will move 40 feet forward. Just That's two actions. And then for my last action... 510. I 15, will. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Mm -hmm. 45, 50, 55, 60. No, I'm just doing. Like, yeah, I'm just you're, doing 40. You're going way too far. Oh. Yeah, I'm just doing go. 40. Was that? 20. Go back one more. There you go. Okay. And then what I will do for my last action is I will, um, kind of get in the position with both my short sword and my rapier in hand, and just like have them up crossing almost as if to shield me. Okay. Then if that's uh everything, then be Ezrin's turn. Uh, I, can I see this spider? Yes, he's yeah. in the corner. Uh, he's like, uh, knowing that, like, webbing is dangerous terrain for his companions. Uh, and that this spider, like, this is his little domain. And he's like, well, perhaps this is your home. But anywhere there's magic is my home. I am Ezra, Master of the Arcane. Behold my power. And I cast a three-action magic missile at this bad boy. Hell yeah! So that's a one on the first <laughs> D4. That's great. All right, there's two. This is lightly getting... <laughs> Annoying. Yeah. Up. One, so two, yeah, three. one, two, three. So six, six plus three. That's nine points of damage. I swear, if that does it in. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that without rolling? It's magic missile, bro. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just say magic it and missile, it happens. Yeah, magic missile automatically hits. Uh, I believe okay. it. as a master of the arcane, I can bend such energies to my will. And then how many did you say? Uh, nine points of damage as I spent all three actions to cast three magic missiles. Uh, I could have done one or two actions, 
Mm-hmm. But clearly, casting all three magic missiles is is the correct usage of. <laughs> well, next on the initiative tracker, we have something labeled G Spider. Okay, so I am going to attempt to do ranged attack. It's a sixteen hit. No. Oh. Okay, that was three. Mm-hmm. So three. So I am good. I missed, and then I moved. I moved, attacked, missed, and then moved again. That was my three actions. And who is next? Uh, next, it would be Kyra. Oh, perfect. Because there's not much cantrip-wise I can do. So I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to use two of my actions to move. Okay. And I want to go right there. And then for my third action, I'm going to raise my shield. Okay. So Kyra moves up behind uh, Marissa to kind of give her some backup. Yeah. Finally. All right. I've done nine points of damage so far. You rookies get up, get on my level. That's the, <laughs> the turn we've all been waiting for. Then Valoros is up. I'm a master climber. <laughs> the one that we thought would fail. <laughs> the one we thought would fail horribly was the only one that was successful by their other. So, Valoros seems to be about 40 feet away. Uh, I'm sorry, no. Uh, 20 feet away, uh, which would be 40 feet with difficult uh, terrain. Luckily, I have a feat called Sudden Charge. So, with a quick sprint, I can stride twice, and if I reach an enemy... I can make a melee strike against an enemy. And that's not affected with difficult terrains at all? Well, I move twice. Oh, I get what you're saying. So Which I'll, I would it. have to do anyway to get and to it. And your third attack would be... Your third... No. 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 As no that's two, all as one action. Actions, well, oh, two, two actions. actions. Yeah. Um, would be tight if that was one action. That would be fantastic. But... Uh, so Valoros will... He, like, gets into a running stance and just takes off towards the spider mm-hmm. and takes a swipe with his longsword. Yes, yes, quite right. Get him, my lad. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a 21 to hit. Okay. Just a regular hit, I suppose? Yes. You have to add Ooh. max damage. That's uh, going to be 12 points of damage. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> you guys annihilated that thing, like, rather quick. And we'll raise shield. <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> You annihilated it. I still raised my shield. <laughs> we don't care. Watch the walls. There's always babies. Tell <laughs> <laughs> the the mother. So how did it go? Uh, so on its last turn, it tried to shoot a web, uh-huh. I suppose. So as it's firing off the web and misses, Valoros just charges forward with his, sh- his shield up and his longsword over the shield. Like with the hilt up to the edge of the shield and longsword all the way out, and just buries his shoulder and his sword down deep into the carapace of the thing where it where it was shooting that web from, and then just like brings the sword straight down, slices it open. I don't have a dying spider sound because usually it's just squish. So ah. <laughs> 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 Just like a splat. Alas, the fortunes of my life. <laughs> you know, like a dying out hiss, maybe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The... <laughs> that's not a hiss. Turns out that you know. spider had an intelligence of fourteen and like 
Tell my wife I love her. <laughs> <laughs> where are my babies? W where are they? We'll go f take care of them. <laughs> <laughs> we got them, don't worry. <laughs> In the crib still. Oh, that makes it easy. Good. <laughs> They'll join you soon. Um, so some of this webbing, I feel like we could take back and do some research on it and discover exactly which kind of spider it is we're dealing with here. What's research? What, 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 what would be the end goal of this research? I mean, figuring out how to counteract this difficult terrain that it creates. Oh, well, that's quite easy. Uh, get your torch. And, like, you know, just a, probably like a smash cut of us just burning all the webbing away so we can walk around the room, you know? There's a roaring fire and we're just, Kumbaya, oh, my lord! lord. Kumbaya! Kumbaya, Saren Ray! <laughs> Kumbaya! You have to wonder if Saren Ray's domain's fire. So. It's yeah. one of them, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Weird. Sun Goddess is, you know, some fire stuff going yeah. on. The Sun <laughs> Goddess Seems has logical. fired her domain. Crazy! So, Absolutely insane. Saren Ray, we offer you this smoking spider corpse in its home uh, as offering. <laughs> <laughs> Including what appears to be a clutch of baby eggs over there. Yes, let them burn! That's some sort of B&E <laughs> that we've committed. <laughs> D&E. <laughs> Alright, uh, so after you have the room cleared, uh, what do you guys want to do? Let's look around and see if we find anything, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I want to um, look mm. around. Nah, I'm, I'm staying. Yeah, no, nah, I don't find nothing. You're just staring at smoke. I just see like a spider corpse. and It's I'm a just... uh, mod 20. Alright. Ooh, dirty 20. So, what'd you roll? 13. No, the 13, okay. I had a 14 on that. Ooh, okay. So you're the only one who noticed something. Uh, you find, wrapped in a bundle, some bones and dried skin. That Score! Look like some sort of reptilian creature. But also, this reptilian creature that's all dried up and sort of mummified a little bit is holding some items that are tucked away. You have one short sword with the small emerald on the pommel, and then you also find one healing potion to restore 1d8. Can I use detect magic to see if there's any like magical proper, like anything yeah, I can see ahead. magical about the mm -hmm. sword? It's just a cantrip. Yeah. So, no, yeah, you roll. can go ahead. You, you don't roll. You don't oh, you roll. Don't. It's just a yeah. cantrip. Yeah, okay, it's just okay. a cantrip. Uh, yeah, uh, you don't notice anything magical with it. Okay, cool. Um, I will... I'll keep the healing potion for myself. Let's brush this down. You said 1d8. Oh, are you going to use it right now? No, I'm just... Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to yeah. hold on. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the sword is, is quite nice, I imagine. It could fit a, a fair price, and we could just divvy up the... Spoiled as it were. It is worth about one, or it is worth about five gold pieces, which is, is an astronomical sum in the adventurer's vault. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What if I thought it was pretty? Uh, well, uh, then uh, you just uh, give each of us a gold and bada bing bada boom. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide is a step in the room. Uh, well, I, appear, I, appear, I appear to have half helped kill this thing while you uh, appear to have not done it. I'm not and you're, you're saying. proficient in sword, sword. short sword. Yeah, I have. I mean, like, I have one already. Okay. So that's why I was. I know. I was joking around. I have a long sword, so. So, as you guys make your way out of the uh, cave system where the giant spiders are, spider. 
bloody battle. Yeah. Speedrun! You guys come up to a short hallway. As you guys enter the short hallway, it has smooth walls of worked stone with a door at either end. Though the door at the far end is closed, and the floor is tiled with large square stone tiles. Okay, who's who's going in first? So the nearest door is open. Yeah. And the other one is closed. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. fun mm. fact. Mm. Um, as a rogue, Mauricio actually has um, something for this called Trap Spotter. It allows me a plus one perception to find traps and to AC and saves against traps. So what I would like to do is uh, kind of lead the way okay. into the entryway. And I would like to roll a perception check for traps. Okay, go ahead. 17. Okay, you don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if there's nothing there, yeah. proceed. Let's, let's get to move on. I mean... I, su- I, su- I suppose it doesn't seem to be. I mean, obviously the door there. <laughs> <laughs> the door there seems to indicate something, but I'm not seeing anything here yet, so it seems to be safe for all four of us to enter. Yes, very. Yes, excellent. I'm sure there's a handle there on the other door. I'll just wait out here <laughs> while the three of you enter that 15 foot hallway. I never. <laughs> Never said I was walking into that hallway. <laughs> Nobody but wants to roll anything. I, I get... want to roll a perception check. <laughs> the back of the line's getting pushed. That is a 25. Okay. You noticed something. <laughs> Thank you. At the end of the hallway, you notice one of the tiles looks different in front of the door. They've regrouted. <laughs> what, what's a shoddy okay. repair job? Do you, do you see that tile over there? It looks... It, it's different. That, it's definitely... There's something strange about that tile. Yes, rather strange indeed. It's probably just a repair job and they ran out of the same color. I'm sure it's nothing. Yeah, that's why you're at the back of the party. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I, I don't notice anything else, though. I don't work in construction. Uh, no. Nobody here happens to have any... Um, Telekinetic. Listen, are we worried that it's some sort of can pressure I, plate? Can That's I? kind of what I'm curious right. on. Let me borrow something that weighs less than Detect five pounds. Detect magic to see if there's anything like. Do you still have your rock? It. I still have my rock. Can yeah. you hand it to? What's your name? Uh, it, it would be uh, Ezrin. I'm blind. Mm. That doesn't help me. Marissa. <laughs> um, can you hand it to Ezrin real quick? I can definitely do that. So I hand the glowing rock to Ezrin. I reckon it's about five pounds or less. I am going to use my cantrip mage hand. I'll be like, stand back, everyone. And I'm going to float the rock over to that tile. And then I'm going to just, like, bang it on the tile like, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Nick hates us right now. You hate us. That face. That, that you know face. what? I'm going to say nothing happened. But, uh, see, it's just a shitty repair job. It's just a, it's just a shoddy repair job. Let's, let's proceed. <laughs> Is it above the door or above? Right. It, it's below. It's, it's so below. it's like right in front of the it's door. It's below the door. And can I uh, just check magic, see anything? Is that a cantrip? Cantrip, yeah. Uh, you don't detect magic. No, so it's not a magical trap then. So what I would suggest here 
is that we just very carefully avoid stepping onto that tile. Well, and I do, I do want to ask: is the t- is the, the tile cover like the full front of the yeah. doorway? Yeah. So this whole tile is the doorway right there. So I would like to. Uh, but there's a door that shuts. So. I would like to go up to the tile, not step on it, of course, but like take my dagger and like see if I can't get underneath the tile and lift it and see what kind of mechanism is under it to disable it. Maybe wedge something in there to keep it from depressing or. Okay. A disarm, if you will. A thievery check, if you will. I can make that if you want. <laughs> I know I'm You'd pretty be good. much better at it, but, but I'm I know, the one who said it. I know the rogue is even better than I am at it. Yeah. I only got a plus. I only got a plus five. I and mean, you could always one. suggest it to me. I get. I, I mean, or I can just. Um, I'll go over there with him, in case he needs some help with it. Listen, I've got a plus two to this. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're very confident. Like, yo, yo, You're very yo. confident on two. that two there, buddy. Control. So a thievery check, Nick? Uh, yes. The three of us will watch. All right. I mean, that is a 17. Nope, that is a 16. 16. Ooh. I looked at survival and not. If it's a crit fail, feel free to kill him. Uh, <laughs> no. It is Valoros. He is just <laughs> the most likely to die. But someone could aid me. So... Do you want to say what you're going to say there first, Nick? What do you mean by aid? Like, you mean... You mean... Take the aid action of some kind? Although... Go over and help. If he didn't fail by five or more, nothing should theoretically happen. Theoretically. We'll find out. Now, if Nick wants to just raise the DC by, like, five and go ahead and, like, blast him. (laughs) It's not like he tells us anyway. So, luckily, nothing happens, but it didn't move the tile. I can't quite get the, uh... Yeah, you sort of just start shoving it in between the grout and nothing happens. There's no finesse about it. Just yeah. Listen, the listen young man, perhaps we, we've brought a party member who's a bit more skilled in this regard. <laughs> Let's I'm have good a... at one thing, stabbing, so I'm trying to stab the trap no, today. Not, yeah, all, not listen, all problems can be solved. It's, any problem can be solved with stabbing, first of all. However, I, like I do not believe... Around. I do not believe that your stabbing is doing a very good job. So what I will do is I will come up next to you and I will attempt to check and disarm what we need to. I believe she's saying your stabbing was quite impotent. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. You need to work on this stabbing. one's impossible to be disarmed. Undoable, as it were. That's a 24! Can't be done. Alright. <laughs> cool, so... Uh, no chance. I almost <laughs> said... I almost said menu, <laughs> and then I can't think of your like name. <laughs> All Mauricial. right. All right. So, Mauricio, you have deactivated the contraption underneath, and the door swings open. Ah, excellent. Ah, but I loosened it up. You loosened it up. <laughs> you you got the ground out. I got I got to the got the start of it. Whatever you need to tell yourself. As we go by, can I? Because I'm assuming you just dropped my glowing rock. Can I just pick up my rock back up? <laughs> oh, back. Uh, no, in fact, I will mage hand the rock back to you. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. It's got a couple of nicks in it, though. <laughs> the door to this chamber silently glides open to reveal a long room. Two stone statues of priests stand 
in the corners along one side of the room, facing toward a towering statue of a man holding out both of his hands, palms up. In front of this statue is a stone altar holding nine gold coins. A voice booms out from the statue. In my hand, I judge the value of all wealth, raising up whichever is greater. One of these coins is a deception. Find it using only two judgments and receive my blessings. Hmm. Right, rather pushy for another object. I guess we'll gather around and like don't no no one touch anything. Let's have a look at these coins first. So I'm gonna pretend like this altar's in front of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so here's visual aid. Oh gosh. Here's the nine coins. Fuck. And then I'll be the statue. So it has it has nine coins in one hand. No, the nine coins are in front of you. They're in the alt. Like this is the altar. I'm the statue. I'd like to make a perception check on the coins without touching them. Okay. I would like to do the same thing. Uh, that's I only, a, a only a 15. You see gold coins. I see gold coins. I see gold coins. Confronted by this puzzle, as a fighter, I would like to use an attack of opportunity. An attack of opportunity? <laughs> no, uh, well, nothing is causing the reaction, I, though. Yes, I am a fighter. I it, am here to stab. It would just be an attack. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so, I guess I'll make a perception check, too, because everybody else... Well, I, I, I'm being very timid. Like, I'm not touching anything. Yet. I'm just kind of looking yeah. to see. We'll just do this by stages. And I'm a master, I mean, thief, so I, I know own. it's better. What That's a net one. You're like, you? I think I see some silver coins. <laughs> <laughs> silver? Um, Where could you see the silver at? Right there, on the bottom. Below, okay. the, below the gold, he's hidden can it. I, can I look? You're rather dense. Because I almost feel like there's... It, <laughs> The statues in the back. Can I like, like inspect the statues to see if there's like any yeah, like, any clues or anything to? Yeah, go for like, it. I mean, solve the look. riddle. Yeah. That is a twenty-one. Which one are you looking at? Um, I guess I will look at the one on the bottom right, the one closer to me. To you? Okay. Yeah. I had to like turn around to see. Uh, yeah, it's just a statue of a priest. Okay, yeah, you said they were pre Like, it looks like an old priest, so I just want to do a religion check. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's a 10. Okay, well... <laughs> you just see priests. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Your GM ship, I would like to cast Detect Magic on the coins. You don't, like, feel magic? I mean, these really just look like it's gold coins sitting in front of you. All right, I'll, I'll pick up each coin one by one and maybe feel weight? Do they all kind of feel like the exact same weight? They all feel like gold coins. Yeah. Exact same. Like, is it, I assume there's like a heads and a tails and I'll look them over. Is it all the same heads and tails? Yeah. Alright. Uh, he said the, he judges the worth so uh, presumably we can't have five in one hand four in another. Let's try four gold coins in each of his hands. But oh. which one do we leave out is the problem. Oh, that's right. We only get two attempts. Yeah. Well, to be fair, he did not necessarily say if if we're doing it by worth and doing it evenly, right? Mm-hmm. If none of these are different than the others, what is the harm in taking one of our chances to try that? Because they're all the same from what we can tell. 
sweep. So what was the wording of the... Yeah, can we hear... oh, yeah, 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 I, I want to hear the wording Cause again. Cause I'm, I almost, think... I'm almost like, what if we just take all the coins? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a thought. <laughs> I mean... Well, but like, if they're all gold you want coins, me to reread the and none last of them are worth two sentences? Than... The yeah. whole thing. Oh, read the whole thing? I would prefer to hear the whole thing, especially if it's a riddle. Okay. I'll skip the walking in. So, two stone statues of priests stand in the corners along one side of the room, facing a towering statue of a man holding out both his hands, palms up. In front of the statue is a stone altar holding nine gold coins. A voice booms out from the statue. In my hands, I judge the value of wealth, raising up whichever is greater. One of these coins is a deception. Find it using only two judgments and receive my blessing. Like if one, if all are worth one, but one is zero, and if we put like four in each hand and one of them has the fake one, one hand would go up and one hand would go down. So we would know which group of four had the false coin in it. But we only get two attempts. Ethan has a higher end score than Valoros. Alright, I get it. I get it. Um, so but, like, but I feel like the only way we start this off is a four or five. You have to give it a shot. Yeah. Once, yeah. I mean, there might be a, a better way to do it. Like, like, so if we put five, though, like if we like if we throw the wrong, you know, the worthless coin in the four pile, Yeah. then the five goes up either way you know what i mean yeah so if we did four and four we would know one group has and we also have a possibility of also pulling out the one that is the deception in the four four groups right so if if both if both are even then we know the one we left out is the wrong one if one hand goes higher than the other we, yeah. we've narrowed it down to four coins I think right. that that's a good idea to do the even four four first. Okay. And that way we can narrow down the grouping. So we'll pull just it doesn't really matter, but we'll pull the middle coin out, set it to the side, and then we'll do a four four. Four on the left, four on the right. Alright, so the left hand rows, which means the right hand has the bad coin. Okay. So I'll remove I'll remove the left four. I'll remove the right four, and then we'll bust that into two and two. And, well... If we would, only get two times, it, though... That would narrow it to a 50-50. That's as, probably as good as we get. Yeah. I mean... Because. So here's, the, here's what I say we do, because if it's a 50-50, it doesn't matter anyway. We pull two, set those to the side, and then do a 1-1. One, one. Yeah. I think the purple one should be in it. All right. So we'll do... Purple and green? Well, they're all gold points, but... So, because yeah. well, you know what I, I'm, I'm then, talking about the dice. If though. if the two we pick, and yeah. then there's a differential, we found it. Yeah. And then worst case, we're at a 50-50. So, I'll put this coin, which is represented by a purple dice in the right hand, and this green one represented to be a, a gold coin in the left hand. Ah. So, so we found it. So it's. It's the purple coin. Uh, Mr. Statue Man, we believe that this one to be the false coin. Do I insert it into something? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the jukebox in the corner. Ah, oh, excellent! I did not notice that. The jukebox in the corner, guy. Perhaps this has Roos Dingstein. <laughs> I'm a big fan. You have chosen correctly. And then, as you chose correctly, a door in this corner swings open. Do we, do we keep these? Is, is that? Do you want? 
I mean, does it matter? All these vanish. Oh, oh uh, illusion. Ah! The magic. All right, well, thank you, Mr. Statue. We, I will, if I can leave some sort of review, I will be sure to do so. Thank you. Some sort of Yelp. <laughs> I was just about to say, yeah, leave a message on Yelp. Some sort of dungeon crawler review. All right, so uh, this small chamber contains an old wooden chest emblazoned with the symbol of a key. Behind the chest is a massive contraption of gears and pulleys that looks like the inner workings of some unseen device. Ah, uh, but like this is, we can't, like this is the only way to go, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, perception check yeah. on the device? I don't do perception. Wow, that's in that oh. one. So, wait, it's it's a device. It, does a, it look like a puzzle device? Like you have to like do a puzzle for it? Or There's a chest with a symbol of a key emblazoned on it and a bunch of gears behind it. 24. You got a 24? Yeah. Okay, uh, what are you just, are you just looking around the room? Uh, no, I'm checking out the device. Okay, so you notice that there is a lever protruding from the back of it, and then you're going to have to roll a, uh, a crafting if you want to open this. Oh, uh, okay, uh, I, I see, this is some sort of crafting device. Uh, What's uh, your crafting? Oh, it's, it's a seven. Mine is oh. plus zero. Mine's a four. But uh, that's better. Well, apparently I need to uh, craft a solution to this problem. Uh, so Ezrin's going to step forward and uh, attempt to look at the, the device to see if he can, like, spin the gears the correct way. 17, not 10? All right, so you open it and you see piles of coins and a rolled-up piece of parchment and a small glass box containing a single emerald. The coins consists of 214 copper pieces, 22 silver pieces, and three gold pieces. Uh, a substantial haul. Uh, what is... He said there was a scroll. Yeah, mm-hmm. can, I, can I grab the scroll and yeah, let's have a look at that. read it? Okay. See if the off. piece of parchment, which is the scroll, contains uh, a scroll of magic missile. Ah, yes. Uh, I, pardon me, madam. I believe I... Uh, thank you. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> I, I, I do apologize, but I believe this will be quite impossible for you to cast this. Where it will be a, a matter of a moment for me to cast the magic missile scroll. Yeah, I mean, it's quite silly. I, I do like to cast healing spells. That would be the proverbial goddess. Um, arcane spells are, of course, my purview. You can at least ask instead of just grabbing things out of my hand. Yes, yes. Does he seem like the kind of man who would ask before taking? Because well, I don't think so. He does seem like the kind of man that would just drop the cleric. <laughs> yes, I, I like he ma- is. I like mage hand the emerald over to her. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> I take the emerald. <laughs> take the emerald. Wow, right. look uh, at you taking bribes. Just so you know, that, that emerald, uh, you can sell it for 20 gold pieces. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it's curse. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. a lich's phylactery. So wait, we found an emerald, a scroll, Gold pieces, silver pieces, and bronze? It's roughly 7.6 uh, gold. And then there's nothing else in there, though. And that's what's in the chest? That's what's in the chest. Okay. The door opens with a creak, revealing a massive chamber that looks like an audience hall. On the far side, a broad set of stairs leads up to where a throne might have once been. 
pillars support the high ceiling and the ruined tatters of once decorative banners still hang from them. A decorative tile pattern centered in the middle of the room shows through the grim coating of the floor. And as you guys enter, you're automatically greeted. Oh my gosh, with chocolates? You are greeted by four kobolds in roll initiative. So they're not actually greeting us. Like, hey, come on in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, y'all ain't gonna be like, Bellarus like draws his sword, looks back at the rest of the party, and is like, just kill both, let's do it. It's a 19 for me. It is a 23 for me. Well, finally, I don't have the highest initiative. (laughs) Just gonna add 23 again, topped out at 22 previously, so. I thought it was topped out at 27 last well, time. Well, li- listen, there's a whole, like, second row of... An- I'm going around the border now. You guys keep, <laughs> keep breaking the initiative tracker. Sorry that we kick 15. ass and take names. 15. Oh, 15. Ooh. We kick me. Do we need to roll off? Uh, well, what's your uh, perception or plus? It's 15. Yeah, but what's your plus? Oh, uh, three. Uh, actually, I would go first. Okay. Uh, 15 as well for yeah. the cobalt. <laughs> All right, so uh, would be uh, Kyra first. Oh, is it me first? If uh, if it's kobolds, beware! They're known for laying traps. This this will not be a stand-up fight. It will be closer okay, to have they, Vietnam. Have they seen me? <laughs> yeah, we know you guys are coming. They've at least seen Valeros. They know like adventurers. Okay, because I because Valeros has actually been in the door, and I'm still in my little. Third place spot. Third place spot. But you can move through friendlies yeah, if you want. Can I use one of my actions? I want to do a perception check, I guess, for one of my actions to make sure there's like no traps or anything around or to like move into the area. To move in through that door? Well, just like in. Like, okay, I, well. I'd say move in then. Yeah, make we'll a do. We'll move in. I'll move in. How far you want to go? Um, I'll go up by Valrose. Like yeah? Yeah. And then do a perception check. Okay, so that's two actions. Go ahead and make your check. Sorry, Nick, that's hard to turn off. It's a ten. You don't notice anything. Okay, uh, then I'm just going to raise my shield. Third action. Third, okay. Yep. yep. And then that's it. Alright, uh, it's actually Valrose's turn now. So... Uh, these uh, stones here on the map, uh, like our pillars, four corners. That's what I figured. So, uh, so while I have enough movement to do a, del- a sudden charge and just get up in there, I think instead, because there's three more ready to just jump me, uh, Valorus will take one action to draw a short bow, uh, and that has a, a range of 60 feet. So. I will take a shot at the the one directly across from me. Uh, I don't think you've got line of sight. Yeah, you don't. That's a wall. Mm-hmm. You got two hard corners there, diametrically opposed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, from where you're standing, you don't have a shot anyway. I mean, I guess you can move. Sudden charge it is! Like we don't, you don't have to get into melee immediately, but I can. I mean, it's like that or 
but it's physically most often dead characters. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Sudden charge, right up to that lone kobold. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 35, 40, 45. Uh, that's, a, that's a 16 to hit. Okay. Uh, no trap on That hits, I assume? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's six damage. Okay. Oh, uh... It's still alive. Uh-huh. And I will raise shield for my last action. And it would be Mercyhold's turn. I'm pretty far, aren't I? Well, I have a speed of 30, so I'll take my first two motions to go up there to it in melee range. And then what I will do is I will strike it with my short sword. That's a 15. Does that hit? Uh, no. Well, that's my turn. All right. Uh, let's see. Who did we determine goes uh, first, Ezrin or the Cobalt? Me. Ezrin is up then. Uh, hearing that there's a gackle of kobolds, uh, Ezrin takes one action to remove a scroll from his little pouch. Because uh, he thinks he might need it. Second, he's going to move into the room. Uh, and then I am going to look around. Because uh, from what I read in the Adventure Primers at so, Wizard College. Ah, uh, goddamn. As you have landed on that square. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight you, Nick. What square was it? The uh, one right in front of me. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> All right. This is on you. Thanks. You should have spotted this. You have triggered a trap. <laughs> Boo. I like, I like to think Kyra saw the trap. And, like, her mind went back to her falling <laughs> yeah. through the air. All, all I can remember is, you're a cleric, right? <laughs> and then just the sudden feeling of falling the and trap laying goes, there on the, the trap floor. trap goes off and she's like, you're a really wizard, really knew right? that it was there, but she was like, hmm. Yeah, but, like, sure, wizard, but like right? now the opportunity for the quip is, well, you're a wizard, aren't you? Yeah. And then shove. So an attack goes off. Plus 10. Yep, plus 10. So, so 13. So actually, uh... I have. It did not hit my AC uh, because Ezra knows these little buggers are known for traps. So he's like cautiously approaching, and yeah, he didn't spot it, but right. it didn't hit. He's so okay. thin and frail that the spears go <laughs> yes. <up> around him. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Swing and a miss. I uh, and I still have uh, yeah my third action. Yeah, which uh, I'm going to look around for traps because <laughs> 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 I've only got one left, and that's not enough for a spell. Uh, that's going to be a tw- uh, 20. You sense no traps. All right. I believe I've triggered the trap. Speaking <laughs> of there being no danger left, it's Cobalt's turn. All right. I'm going to move. That's rude. 30 feet for for red. And let's see here. One action and uh, throw something behind me. And then my third action, I'm going to attack. Valoros. Not Valoros. Oh no, so helpless with the flank. <laughs> but wait. There's more! Call an, am- call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's 17. No. Mm. With, with your minus two from being flanked? Yeah. Okay. No. I got my shield up. Ah. Okay. And then that's all for that kobold. Did uh, I see what he threw away behind him? You did not. Oh. Uh. This 
Cobalt blue. Directly in front of me. Directly in front of you. The other participant, this flank sandwich. Uh, let's, oh, hold on. Sorry, gotta go back this way. Now that's a nine. So. Critical, uh, no, not a critical miss. Okay. But close. Uh, that doesn't do anything. Though. No, unfortunately like, not. But let's see here. Green. It's gonna He's, go after. Now I don't mean to give you any oh, ideas. Oh wait, no, but that, the one that, in front of me has two attack, two actions left. Yep, he does. He does. He does. If he wanted to waste them too. That's a miss automatically because I rolled the two. <laughs> that is a critical. Oh. It doesn't, doesn't matter oh, because well, I don't have a thing not, for that. It's oh. not even worth mentioning. Yeah. Okay. And then that one is going to be 23. Minus 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, minus 10. <laughs> Damn, I always forget that. Yeah. So that's a miss. 10 with green. Now he has to hop down. Does he make, need to make a check or anything? That's a raised platform because of the stairs. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Sorry. Thank you. The trap goes on. 20. Okay. And so I'm going to make one attack against Mauricio. That's 12? No. Okay. Mm. Nope, that was 8. So that was a swing and a miss as well. Sir, your dice ended up all the way over here in my space. They they like to run. Alright, so pink moved. That is pink, I hope. 14? But you have a minus 2. Yeah, no. Okay. I'm rolling hot garbage. You really are. Yeah, you are shit today. Ooh, and there is the 20. Oh, is it that 20? Uh, Plus three, but minus. So here's what we need to figure out. One, the total, Uh because uh, if it is a crit, but the number does not hit her AC, it is downgraded to just a hit. Okay. But with uh, all the numbers calculated, if it hits, then it is a critical hit. Okay. So that was a nat 20 plus 3, which makes it 23. 23 minus but that's minus 10, right? Or is it just minus, minus was that 5? The, was that, that, was the third. that was the third attack? No, you well, moved it, oh. and then did yeah. one attack. No, that, the second that, attack. Yeah. So, oh, second attack. So that's minus 10. Five. Minus 5. five. Minus 5. five. Yeah. Minus 5. 18. So, and my armor class is minus 2, right? Yes. So that just barely hits. So that is, in fact. That is a critical. A critical hit. All right. I hate my life. It was close, though. It was close. That's usually not Well, and that matters, because even if you drop a nat 20, Mm -hmm. if you don't hit the AC, it's just a hit. Yes. Okay. So this is... Let's see here. That's why attack three is just, like, swinging Mm -hmm. for the fences. Well, because my AC is normally an 18, Mm -hmm. but mine is two at 16, so otherwise it would have just barely hit, like, just would have nicked me, but in this case, it just was... Right there. Okay, so this is going to be a 1d6. Okay. So that's seven. Oh, wait. Yeah, seven. Seven. But it's a crit. Crit, so, so it's double. Two. Oh, God. Uh, Including the static. So that'd be 13? Uh, well, I assume it's a two. You, it's a 1d6 attack, right? Yeah. You're going to roll 2d6 oh. and then double the yeah. modifier. So you got six there. Yeah. Uh, so plus, plus one. All right, so, that'd so be seven. So seven. Oh god damn. Fourteen. So yeah, fourteen, 14. damage. Oof. Max. Did that kill you? I'm... I have fifteen HP. I have a oh. fourteen oh. HP left. 
You are, so you're not dead, but you are, yeah. you know, unconscious. I'm unconscious unless someone wants to help me out. Oh, you have a thing? But he's got a marker to put on you that says dying. That's what he's got. He's going to show <laughs> off how dead you are. <laughs> Damn. As soon as I just said I'm rolling dying, hot garbage, and then I'm just like, boom! Goes the dynamite. That'll, that'll teach you, I guess. I'm not dead yet. I'm just knocked out. All right. That was all the uh, cobalt. We got nothing left, huh? Yeah. Well, and luckily it's Kyra's turn. <laughs> okay, so quick question. She's just unconscious, not under the dying condition. I'm leaving. Well, not yet. No, you have why, a good day. Why am I smelling burning toast? Am I dying? Am I dying? Like, in real life? I like, hope so. So, <laughs> so um, the, the rogue, unfortunately, has been knocked unconscious. Now, there's no such thing as a negative HP in Pathfinder 2. What there is, is if you go unconscious, you uh, gain the dying condition. Now, as a sub-rule, if you are critically knocked unconscious, you jump immediately to dying 2. If a character reaches dying four, they are dead. So there's not like really that like the the three strikes you're out fifth at thing. It's if you reach dying four. So like if she could get healed right now, that'd be no problem. But unlike you know a lot of things where it's like yeah that magical stab to your kidney that just happened doesn't necessarily go away. So even if you're healed, that dying becomes a wounded value. <laughs> and if a character is knocked unconscious again before that wound is healed, that number kicks back in. So even if the rogue gets healed right now, she would still have the wounded two condition. I'd rather that. I mean, wounded two is better than dying two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would rather that. (laughs) But, you know, you gotta be careful. That wounded can be taken away with uh, out-of-combat medicine checks. Yeah. Uh, As part of the treat wounds action, Yes. Mm -hmm. you also take the the wounded value. Yeah. So... Well, Kira, what yeah. will you do? <laughs> well, I <Leave> can... <laughs> Long, no, Long uh... live the king. <laughs> You're a rogue, right? Because after you, it's my turn, and I can do what I need to. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm not going to stabilize you. I'm going to go ahead and use two actions so I can target one creature within 30 feet of me to heal... She's in a, is she in a 30 foot eyesight for me? No. She's not? Okay. Well, no, yes. she's, she's blocked. Yeah, but like, she, she can see Mauricio. Here, here's what, here's earlier, Valeros had two hard corners, could not see that kobold when he wanted to shoot a bow, but the cleric can at least see because can she can a draw a corner. Yeah, you can draw a line from that corner to the... Now, if she was trying to attack... Yeah, there'd be cover there, but like mm-hmm. she can at least see like a shoulder, okay. and that's enough. Healing. Okay. Okay. Is that? Is that? Yeah. I'm like. Yeah, that's line that's of sight. The knowledge of what I know, I'm like. Wait, I only am into into rules submission. Because a lot of a lot of spells, like especially like magic missile, man, if I can see a foot, good enough. Yeah, because you don't need cover. It doesn't have. It doesn't matter if it's covered because with magic missile, as long as you can see your target, even just a corner of their foot you can hit them without hitting your, your friend. Right. And it's the same way with healing. So as long as you know, can see I'm a portion, I don't know, I'm just used to the like, little laser pointer thing coming out at this point and being like, I don't know. And that's usually for attacks, Popper? though. Yeah. Now, pro tip, next time, lie and say, well, there's a cobalt in front of the corpse. You can't see it. You're going to have to move forward 10 feet. And then you make him waste an action. 
Let's not be a shitty liar. <laughs> I'll catch you in I'm that. I, you, I will test it. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna <laughs> use two actions to heal, and that's gonna be one d8 plus eight. So that is that's nine. That's all I need. You are conscious. Is it one d8 or two? It's one d8. It's one d8 plus eight. Is that oh, at, yeah. at level one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worth every pin. Um, I still have one action. One action. Um, I am going to go ahead. I'm gonna move. All right. Kyra swoops around the pillar and moves forward. Yes. About ten feet away from a goblin that is flanking the road. All right. Then it's uh, Valorous' turn. If I were to move one square away from this wall to put a pillar between me and that kobold. When the if the other one moved in to try and get in flank, would that pillar block flank? Uh, no, it would just give you cover, kind of. I mean, it just kind of depends. Kind of. Here's the here's the best way to get rid of flank: kill one of them. Yeah. Seems like a good idea. Uh, so I'll I'll spend one action to uh, demoralize the one in front of me. So I'm gonna make oh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make an intimidation check against its will DC, which is ten plus its bonus will saves. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's going to be a total of 20. Okay. So, uh, is that a success or a critical success? Uh, that's a success. Okay. Pretty great if it was a critical success. So, the target is Frightened 1. Uh, let's see. Until... Oh, it's just Frightened 1 because yep. Frightened as a condition has a... Uh, it expires on the end of the target's turn. So, uh, because of that, it's going to be taking a minus 1 to pretty much everything, including AC. So now, for the stabbing. Okay. Okay, that's a 23. Okay. So AC would be reduced by one because of Frightened. Mm-hmm. Is that, a reg- is that a hit or a crit? It's a hit. Really hoping that would be a crit. They're Dexy. Yeah. Okay, minimum damage. That's five damage. Okay, and you have wiped out... Aha! The- Ah! Yeah. I bullied it until it cowered and then I stabbed it. Teehee, <laughs> 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 just girly things. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hashtag just fighter things, stab. <laughs> I die for you my don't. people! That's my dying. <laughs> so that was, was two actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one more. And yeah, Mercial really seems like she's having a bad time. So Valoros will run down the stairs, uh, positioned in flank, with the sword out threatening the other kobold. And it is uh, Mercy's turn now. So, I've been thinking really hard about this. And I'm upset. I'm very upset at these kobolds. I'm so upset that I am going to take my short sword and attempt to attack the one in between myself and Valorous. That's right. Get flank scrub. Do you want to stand up first? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I should probably stand up first. Yeah, I'll stand up first. And then I have sneak attack. He's flanked. He's flat-footed. So if I make it, then I can get to add 1d6 damage to this. So I'll have 2d6 damage for this attack. Obviously, I have to make it first, but... Okay, yeah, so that is a 16. Okay. So that that's a hit. That's yep, hit. yep, yep. So that is going to be nice. 2d6 damage plus 4. Okay. 
That's 11 points of damage. Okay. And how are you going to do it? I'm slicing him down the middle in okay. half. Sort of like uh, a certain somebody in a game that can cut people right down the middle in half. I don't care how it looks, how it sounds. That's my goal. What? Kung Lao. I didn't want to like oh. copyright it. <laughs> that I, that was pretty fake. Like a certain somebody a in a video of, game. Oh, can uh, that, uh, there's a know. lot of people in video games that cut others in half. I, uh, oh, yeah. I, I just I was, yeah. I was like Kratos. I just play the basic <laughs> games. <laughs> Boy. What? All right. That was two actions, right? It was. I'm deciding if I want to do it again or move. Because I, I do only have 9 HP left. And you're wounded too. And I'm wounded too. So I think right now the smartest move for me is to move back 20 feet. Um, Which like now? Yeah, to the side. Yeah, like that. That I think is the smartest move for me. Valor stands at the base of the stairs like, Come get me! Bring it on, Crom. <laughs> so, so it is uh, Ezrin's turn. So Ezrin, seeing that uh, that was almost quite the, the sticky pickle for our rogue friend, huh? But I do believe I can see a little chunk of kobold in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ezrin raises his staff, and like you see that like some of the power drains from the staff. And what I'm doing is I'm using my arcane bond to recast a spell I've already done today. So he's getting a three action magic missile. Cause nobody does that to my trap finder. <laughs> Not friend, trap finder. I'm important. My, my high, <laughs> ah, I rolled like, but <laughs> that is only eight damage. Oh, well, uh, you knocked out pink. Ah, <laughs> yes, take that, you scaly scoundrel. Spit on his body. I guess he just I, explodes. I, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> magical darts, like, just pepper him, and he just probably hits the wall and slides down. Scaly scoundrel is snuffed. You know, oh, wait, there's one more left, isn't there? Yeah. There is, in oh, fact. Oh, snap. There is. Snap, crackle, pop. All right. Uh, and it's, uh, let's see, that was three actions. That is yeah. mighty three actions. Well, then that lone kobold is uh, up next. All right, so from here... I am going to throw oh. a spear. Does a 16 hit? That's a miss. All right. Yeah, no cigar, bud. Okay. All right, so now I'm going to move. And that's an attack of opportunity. Okay. Get out of a threatened square. Does uh, Let's see. Does a 27 hit? <laughs> yes. Oh, good. <laughs> Is it uh yes. crit? Yes. Yeah. Alright. Go ahead and put this baby to rest. Oh yeah. Oh, he's not gonna like this. Uh it's twelve points of slashing damage. Okay. Okay. How, okay. how dead is he? He's not dead. He's not oh! dead. No. He's alive. Yeah. Oh, we got the boss kobold. <laughs> how dare he, oh. first of all. I was going to say, the last kobold Sorry, died like, from eight points of damage. How is this yeah. one still alive? Because he's the boss. <laughs> Damn. 
Dang. He's about to be a dead boss. I was like, all right. I was like, well, that's surely enough. So to now I him. still have. You have one action. No, one action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you for keeping track Can of that there? after he did that. I wasn't going to let you get two actions on me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. Now, does a uh, 19 hit? This is the Wait, sec it's second, second attack. Oh, second attack. So minus five. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so what did I just say? 19. 19 14. 14. 14. Does a 14 hit? No. Oh. Mm. Dang. It's Cobalt's having a tough time. That, he is. About to get worse. Well, he deserves it. He just watched all his friends die. Oh, yeah. what? Why? Because he's different That's than us, him. actually? No. Because Colonizer. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Dang, you are vicious. You are a vicious little girl. <laughs> For such a small person, you pack a punch. I guess. Yeah, I wake up out of spite every day. <laughs> Best part of waking up is hatred in my cup. It works for me. <laughs> Not everybody can live with this. <laughs> can anyone? <laughs> I mean, I can. I uh, do it pretty well. I navigate. Uh, who's after the gold? Uh, that is Kyra's turn, and she knows it. Look. She can't wait okay. to murder you viciously. <laughs> All right. I am going to use two of my actions to cast burning hands oh and it is a spell save dc <laughs> spell save dc is 17 okay <laughs> where are you aiming that cone and right in the cobalt's face that's where we're aiming it just right in his face okay um i, I mean like what ethan has a concern <laughs> My concern is that I am directly behind said, not directly behind, I'm off, like one off to the corner, but I am like within, say, cone range of said spell. So like, where are we aiming at? So we'll, we'll move. Statistically the most often killed. Listen, statistically, statistically speaking, <laughs> I'm the only person who's had any injury besides the kobolds. Uh, I fell 10 feet. Well, I healed you perfectly. Yeah. So you haven't had any damage from this battle. Not currently, yes. I am completely unscathed. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to keep it that way. So I'm it's okay if you get shot a little. <laughs> You're okay, okay. Here's what we'll do. We'll move. No, don't. We'll move the five feet. Look at you changing your plans for a man. Simp. <laughs> I'm still gonna... <laughs> I thought okay, you were know You know what? Get it, get it queen. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fighter. He'll make that save. <laughs> yeah, he's such a fighter. I'm not gonna... My reflex. <laughs> okay. I'm not going I'm, I am a fighter! Yeah. I am tough! Now, this mechanic we call friendly fire. Emphasis <laughs> <laughs> on the fire, apparently. So, uh, With actual fire. Wh what was the DC of that uh, flaming hands? Spells <laughs> DC is 17. <laughs> Reflex, I believe. <laughs> and if it's, it's 2d6, uh... You've got to I mean, I got a plus if seven to a, this, but like... If you get a, cr a critical success, no damage. Well, here's fucking success. open. <laughs> success is half damage. Failure, full damage, crit fail, 
double damage. You, you got this, fam. You got this, buddy. You can do it. I believe in you. For some reason, I remember rolling another one. I love how it went from let's kill this dude to like let's see how much damage Valorus gets. It's it's like the meme of the possum. Oh, I gotta roll. What do you want me to roll? Uh, it's a DC 17 spell save. So, 17. Reflex. A reflex save. Okay. Uh, hold on. I mean, the, the uh, result on the that? die uh, may be oh. a four. <laughs> oh, wait, no, wrong one. But it's oh. not a crit. Okay. Oh, fuck! <laughs> That's rough, buddy. Ooh. Oh! That's, oh, fart, I mean. Ooh, fart! <laughs> oh. What? That's a nat one. Okay. So, but. Critical with, fail. That's a critical fail. Okay, so, so I, I rolled 11. <laughs> Oh, why don't you roll two more? Here, but only you against die? him because oh, I, I yeah, I got an eleven. You got, you got eleven, which is you. a failure. Yeah, but so eleven, uh, seventeen. All right, seventeen for you, eleven for you. <laughs> now Ethan, you appear to have made your save, so that'll cut that yeah, spell in half. No, 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 I, did, I no, rolled he, a he just, a total of eleven. Oh, he just failed. Oh. Here's your die bag. Thank you. You're welcome. And then I still I still have an action. So Valros is on the other side of that kobold and is like, <laughs> and is like it's like awesome. She's gonna do something sensible like move into flank and bash its brains in. And then the fire no. just like washes over him. <laughs> scorches his eyebrows right off. Saren Ray wills it! Does he? I thought Saren Ray was the life goddess. She gives life and she takes it. <laughs> she giveth and she taketh life. Whole lot of taking going on right now. This one, she can heal you later. It's fine. It's heal fine. me now. You want to be purged in the fires of Severn, no, right? I'm not going to do that either. Oh, God. You pretty much just, uh... You burned that. Yeah, he cremated, cremated it. Cremated it. That's what I was looking for. Right there. It's like, he he's dead? cremated. He's dead. Yeah, he's just a pile of dust. <laughs> ashes to ashes on that one. Can I go over and kick the dust? If you want to. It's, yeah. Is he dead? And like, no one's sure is Evan talking about the Kobold <laughs> or Valoros. Valoros <laughs> <laughs> Bal- is like. Denethor in Return of the King, like running for like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like that was a good decision on my part. It was a funny really? decision. I'm very <laughs> Really? I feel you like really it was. Think that? I really think that. Nailed it. <laughs> Got it. All right. I so like one heal spell left today. We're fine. There's like, there's like smoke coming off of Valros, <laughs> and he's just like the goblet or the kobold like turns to ash and reveals like Valros <laughs> with like his arms full. He's like, <laughs> you just set me on fire. Oh, were you there? I did not see you. I am so sorry. <laughs> uh, Valros, I can heal you up again if you'd like. Please, it hurts everywhere. <laughs> So that's a medicine check, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, you see this more with a non-traditional arcanist. Uh, you know, the first ten years of my studies at the Arcanium were uh, avoiding friendly fire. <laughs> so, uh, yes, this is just a learning experience. No harm, no foul. So that's a twelve. That's a twelve. That's a twelve. Mm. I can, I can heal him. Yeah, I'll do a medicine just, check. Yeah, that'd be better. The person's trained. 
better than so me. So that is a 17. Okay. It it's so 2d8. 2d8. 2d8, okay. Two? <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, here's some aloe vera. <laughs> yeah. No, and Hope you're not allergic. Belarus is like trying to be polite. I'm like, no, no. And it, it helps a whole lot. No, I feel... I feel all better. And it's not even like cold aloe vera, it's room temp aloe vera. It's been in my, been in my bag for a while, and especially with that burning hands, it just kind of heated it up a goes, little bit. Goes to apply it, kind of slaps it on, like, how? Like, thank you so much! All no, right. it's great. I've never felt better. So glad! I'm so glad. You did a really great job. All right, you guys have just defeated uh, the kobolds in that room. So that wraps up level one of the Pathfinder Beginners Box. Uh, there were several things that we didn't get a chance to hit on this playthrough. Uh, this is a very, very expanded. There's, there's a lot. There's to a it. lot to it. I mean, there's this, several rooms. That the, there's t actually eleven rooms to play through, and we played through seven of just, the eleven. Just on the first floor. On the yeah. first floor. Yeah. There's a whole other map. There's a lot so, to it. at the end of this, you are technically going to level up to level two. And and by the time they're done with that second floor, they'd be level three. Yeah. So uh, like, there's almost a whole little mini campaign just yeah. in the beginner's box itself. Yeah, there is so much detail to involved in such a compact box. Uh, this is a great product for somebody like me and somebody like Sam, who is new to Pathfinder. I'm this is my first time ever GMing in my life. And this this provides everything needed to make a fun day or several days of campaign. Yeah. I mean, this this is the beginning of a campaign. Yeah, you you can take your third level characters at the end of this onto the next thing. You know, if you want to invest in like more Paizo products, like for a group that wants to check out Pathfinder Second Edition, this is a must-have item. Some of us have been playing Pathfinder Second Edition since the playtest rules. And we, I still want to play the second level. Yeah. You know, like... Totally. Like, this is a fantastic item. Like, it's got reference cards that we're going to use yeah. going forward. And like, they're great. They've right. got little markers where you can mark off and keep track of how many actions you've used in a turn and if you've used your reaction. Right. References for uh, conditions, which is great because there's a lot of conditions. It's a great reference. And, you, like, we'll probably use those outside of this box like just in our regular games well and, it, and it's really nice too because it does come with the pregen so mm -hmm. that way you know when you're learning you don't have to right away build your own character unless you know you exactly. really do want to you come it comes already pre-built and you have multiple different options to choose from which is really nice because you know there are some there are some games that just don't have that right i mean and it also comes with a little condensed edition of a player's handbook because we had to reference that a few times while playing. Well, it's also has basic character building rules. So, yeah. like, we have played the four iconics. However, you can, like, it's got ancestry options for, like, dwarf, elf, human, and the four classes we played today, different options even for building one of those. So, like, even if you didn't necessarily want to use the pre-gen characters, you've got some character building options. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, how it is. 
you know, the core rulebook has more options for building characters, but I mean, this is enough to get started. Uh, and I mean, you can get it off Paizo.com uh, for a, a decent price at $39.99. The PDF is only like 10 bucks. So even if you don't necessarily need like the physical copies of this stuff, and it does come with a really nice flip mat, dice, everything you need, uh, several yeah. pages of, of cardboard cutouts for yeah. monsters and PCs. Like even if you just get the $10 thing and print out your own pdfs it's a steal i mean even for the physical copy of this 39.99 that's a fantastic yeah. deal for the content that you're getting out and of it's this. all really well done like the character sheet is great for a beginner it's got like the the dice size reference on the side symbols for the action you know one action two action three action there's little red outlines around all the important stuff like your perception your hp your movement etc it's really it's really beginner friendly, easy to read. It's got all your all your feats listed out and just two simple pages. Well, it, and it goes into and describes exactly what feat each like what yeah. each feat means. So like your ancestry, your background, your class. I mean, it goes into all of that and describes that for you. And then over, you know, on the upper corner of that same page, it also goes into what's in your equipment bag. It's just really really handy. Not to mention there is a solo adventure yeah. in the book. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you have a group that's even remotely interested in checking out Pathfinder 2nd Edition, which you should, it's a superior gaming system, uh, <laughs> this is the killer APP. This is a must-have for your group. Well, and especially for someone who's never played Pathfinder before, like me, or even if you're just new to D&D &D in any gaming system in general, it makes it super easy to use. I mean, it, it explains everything perfectly, so I really honestly didn't even have that many questions for things I had to have explained to me. It all ma makes it very simple and easy to use and have fun doing. Yeah, and, and Sammy, there was, there was very little, there were very few times, if any, where there was like confusion over what can I do in my turn, or how does this mechanic work it just yeah it, it made it very easy to use and i mean especially for playing pathfinder for the first time uh coming from just 3.5 e and fifth edition for DD, it made it really simple to use but even if for someone who's never played any type of tabletop gaming system like this it explains everything very well it has descriptors of everything you need, so there's not much confusion that's there when you're playing. It's all right there in a nice little packet for you. And I had, I mean, very few questions. For I, things I had to have and you went from being like, yeah, I'm trying to learn this, to immediately betraying a party member <laughs> in that short of time. So yeah, yeah, intuitive. This is a great product, and we were we were very happy to have you join us today. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for joining us on this. And Nick, as far as like. Yeah, as far as like a new GM experience. Uh, 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 this has everything set in line for you. Uh, it has the script to get the party started. It has everything labeled. The only thing that I did extra was I just got little baggies to put the, uh, the little character standees of the uh, monsters in with little index cards for everything that needs to be labeled out or what is in the room, just so that I, I did reference the book a whole lot, uh, but I mean, that's what it was there for in the first place, but anything that was extra, like, oh, here's the items that you had to collect in the rooms, but. So you had the, the little token separated out by encounter? Yes, I had it by room in order. Nice. Yeah, 
Uh, and then uh, anything else, like we just really, it keeps it really straightforward for somebody new like me, like for the critical uh, successes, a success, a failure or a critical failure. Uh, it has it written out at the bottom how to continue with the role playing without having to take too much time out. And it, and it progresses throughout. Like it started with the giant rats, which were pretty simple, but the further, and it builds each room, the further you go along, it progressively gets harder and, and it will, in each encounter, will add something new, like flanking or like a different, like or traps, traps, terrain. terrain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it really sets it up. And we, again, we only did level one so when you flip it over and go through level two it gets pretty intense so is there anything in there about uh like where to take it afterwards is there any seeds for future adventures or oh i mean after that your party is set for level three and you could pretty much just move on to another campaign set in the same world so it's a little more comprehensive it doesn't necessarily set up like you can continue from this box another few levels but if you wanted to pick up an ap an adventure path and start oh, for playing sure. through that you could just flow right into that i imagine for sure for sure uh i just want to say thank you again for joining us and joining me on my first time gming and joining the crew in this adventure and i hope you really enjoy what you're listening to and i hope it gives you a little bit of a spark to do this i mean i was nervous i'm still nervous i have the shakes over it but it's just something that you need to get on the other side of that table and really join your friends in this community and try out the pathfinder beginners box set it like i said everything is designed and set up for you to make this a as easy of a transition as possible and uh be sure to check out the Adventures Vault on all major podcast platforms, as well as social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Adventures Vault. Be sure to visit theadventuresvault.com. For more episodes and campaign information, music and sounds provided by Silenscape. If you like what you hear, give the Adventurer's Vault a shout out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit the Adventurer's Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurous Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop, LLC. Now go quick, listen to more before I hunt you down.